And ladies and gentlemen of the jury, the prosecution is not going to get that man today. No. Because I'm going to get him. to this episode of the Hagman and Hagman Report. We're coming to you live from our radio and television studios here in beautiful northwest Pennsylvania. We broadcast live each and every weeknight, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Global Star Radio Network. We're also simulcast on Blog Talk Radio. You can catch us on BTR. I want to thank them for carrying our show. And, of course, you can watch us right here on YouTube Live. Just go to hagmanandhagman.com, and there you'll... You'll be able to select all of the listening and viewing venues. I want to thank each and every one of you for joining us tonight. Thanks for your belief and trust in us tonight. We are going to be walking through a minefield together tonight of events. <coughs> I've got I've got some news. I'm going to start out by saying this, folks. Uh, two articles on Canada Free Press and HagmanReport.com. Go to HagmanReport.com. Take a look at two articles that uh, are exclusive to Hagman Report and Canada Free Press there that I wrote, uh, of course, comparing uh, the WikiLeaks of 2016 to the Pentagon Papers of 1971. You can comment on that at uh, CanadaFreePress.com. But I want to want to start out by uh, talking about the evidence that the silencing of Assange. Well, I, I want to mention this first. I'm going to mention a couple of things, and then we'll get into these as the program develops. Uh, the first, uh, one of the things I want, to, I want to talk about is evidence that the silencing of Assange is connected directly to the Clinton camp, and the finger, the fingerprints of fabrication folks are there. Um, the more effective way than a drone strike, I mean property damage and bloodshed. Oh, drone strikes are inconvenient, plus the paperwork. Instead of a drone strike, why don't you just accuse someone of pedophilia? And also uh, being funded by the Russians, of course, that's exactly what's happening to Julian Assange in an attempted to take down, exposing the anatomy of a takedown. Folks, you can comment on this article at CanadaFreePress.com. It's above the fold. In fact, I think it's the first story up there as I speak right now. Uh, appreciate any comments you might have on that because it does elevate the the visibility of the story. But it is... Uh, it, it has taken on some legs. I also um, published it to my Facebook page as well. We've been talking about that. Also something very serious. Uh, a good friend of mine, good friend of the program, good friend uh, in Western New Yorkers, if you're listening to this show, you are familiar with Tom Bowerly. Um, something very serious with respect to this. Uh, but I, I feel like I can talk about this now. Tom Could, Bowerly, WBEN yes. 930. Station out of Buffalo was um, the most listened to show by my father and myself. Uh, We talk a lot about the investigative work we did in New York City and the significant amount of time we've spent there. 
We'll multiply that by at least five, and you get the <laughs> amount of time we spent in Buffalo. It's like the home away from home. And every morning, Tom Bowerly was what we would listen to as we did our afternoon. Now it's the afternoon, yeah. And, you know, he's a, a very unique radio show host. He gets into many of the important issues, but he also takes the time to have laid-back shows that talk about regular, everyday things. Yeah, he calls himself a conservatarian, and I'm not sure exactly what he what he is uh, politically. It doesn't matter. It, uh, he's he's a good friend. But but uh, the, what I want to mention, and, and I'll get into this a little bit more uh, as the program develops here, is the fact that uh, he had contacted me back a couple of years ago, and I received a call about 3 o'clock in the morning, from Tom at my home and he said I got a I got a problem and I said well I hope you do it's 3 o'clock in the morning <laughs> I, I'm kidding he said I, I've got a problem uh, I'm under surveillance and uh, we, we spoke we spoke a lot now, I, I've got to be careful what I can say because there's still litigation involved with this um you, you can go to the details at CanadaFreePress.com. Just go to, uh, j- just put in the search term, vindicated talk show host, uh, or talk show radio's true patriot, Tom Bowerly. That, that article appeared on, uh, August, or, uh, October 19th, two days ago. It's just a link on the bottom of the page right now, on the front page right now, but the reason I want to bring this up is because, um, he had said that he was under surveillance, and, and, and the surveillance was not a normal surveillance. It was just a really weird kind of surveillance. I'm talking about seeing um, footprints in the snow, but not what caused the footprints in spite of in spite of seeing them develop right before your eyes. You heard me right when I said that. Um, and some other things, some other weird things. Seeing um almost holographic images seeing things that you know you saw but suddenly they just wink away buffalo news the newspaper essentially called him crazy his the, the guy that uh the guy that follows him on WBEN Sandy Beach called him crazy in fact he was committed to voluntarily committed uh, he walked into the Erie County Medical Center for psychological evaluation because of his because of the bizarre nature of his claims I have in my possession the some of the images taken from the security his security cameras some of the images he took and uh being one of the first people that he called, I, I looked at, I, I went out and looked at the uh, situation and spent some time there and confirmed, yeah, there, there was some kind of surveillance going on, but man, I had no clue. No clue. Some might say, wow, that's, you know, I, it's above your pay grade, basically. And I felt it was. Come to find out, Tom Barley was the target of asymmetrical Surveillance target of uh, phantom bogey technology. 
Now listen carefully when I when I say this, please. I I, I ask you to, to to listen very carefully. Phantom bogey technology. Now you have to understand Bowerly's a very colorful persona, and uh, he's a perennial <laughs> selection that talkers. <laughs> Uh, we don't have the time, and I don't want to yeah. divulge any personal info on on Tom. I've met him a number of times. I've been to his house. Uh, actually, he uh, has given us uh, a few different uh, collections of books at times. Yeah, he's very um, very generous to us. And he's um, I've, I've been on remotes with him too. He he's the same. Well, from my experience, he's the same as uh, off the radio as he is on the radio. First time I ever met him was in a Wendy's parking lot off Transit Road in Buffalo. And he oh, I remember had, that. He was, yeah. car- he was carrying, uh, and he walked up to the car, and you could see his, his sidearm, and I'm like, who's this guy? Who's this guy with a gun walking up to the car? I mean, his hair's like, you know, all twiddled. Yeah. He, he looked like the mad, a mad scientist. Yeah. But uh, the, the stories we could tell you, and we will. But, but again, I just want to reaffirm this. Tom is a good friend of mine. Uh, in fact, Steve Quayle knows him in this this talk with Tom on numerous occasions. In fact, Tom's been on, or Steve's been on Tom's show, and uh, the, the, now that was years ago, okay, but uh, and I, I'm not sure if Steve, I don't think Steve has really kept up with Tom, but but I have. So so Tom Barley's a favorite in western New York and southern Ontario and western Pennsylvania and, and, and all over this region. But the important thing is this. <clears throat> the the it, you know, so many people out there don't realize what is taking place, especially with the conservative media, but more precisely with the alt-right media, the term, the very pejorative term, in my view, given to people, shows like ours. Tom Barley was subjected to an unauthorized, multi-level, extensive extensive surveillance using cloaking technology. You think I'm making this up. I mean, I, so there's I, videos I almost, on YouTube I almost, about this cloaking technology. Soldiers yeah. using it in the battlefield to remain out of the line of sight of the enemy. Uh, you have the stealth technology with, you know, the, uh, the naval and uh, air force uh, equipment and it's not out of the realm of possibilities. We know how far advanced our military-industrial complex, technological industry, DARPA, are ahead of the curve. So it would leave... Uh, there's no question in my mind that they are able to cloak and uh, create optical illusions, hide things right in plain sight. I want a... Uh, uh, cloak blanket that I can put over me and, and walk around without being noticed. Uh, that would be pretty cool. be nice, wouldn't it? Well, yep. Yes, it would. Walk right into a bank. <laughs> yeah. Uh, make a withdrawal, right? Yeah. Well, the, uh, and how'd you cover the money? I guess with the cloak. Uh, what am I thinking? Mm-hmm. But, but it would see, uh, Tom Barley, again, for three years endured, uh, uh, this, this surveillance and, I'm not going to get into all the intricacies behind it. And again, you can go to CanadaFreePress.com. None of the mainstream media, the Buffalo uh, newspapers, are not carrying this um, for reasons that should be obvious to everyone. But the fact of the matter is, uh, phantom bogey technology was used. In fact, the inventor of some of the cloaking technology signed an affidavit 
said, yep, this is my work. It doesn't mean that he did it. Uh, it just was confirmation of his work. And come to find out, uh, th- there were several, and, and I want to get this right, there were several individuals, the number of individuals involved in this experimentation of this experimentation of this uh, equipment. <clears throat> and in fact, um, everything has been everything has been verified. So it's it's interesting. It, it, although the Buffalo News took them to task, called them crazy. Uh, they refuse to, or have not, as of yet, pointed to the fact that no, this has been proven. The inventor of the technology that was used in the surveillance signed an affidavit uh, verifying that it was used. The people that were involved in this came forward and signed statements, and there were monetary settlements that were paid out to Tom Barley. Now, those are under seal, but <clears throat> nonetheless, <clears throat> and by the way, there are more, um, there is more, more to come on this. Um, it's a very interesting read again, CanadaFreePress.com. I'm going to be either doing a video report on this because of the extensive nature of this, or uh, an in-depth, in-depth uh, uh, written report on this because this is so important. The reason I say it's important again, it's the technology and it's the target. The, the, if you think that Tom Barley was a random target, and there is indication that wow, well, he was just you know high profile, so we we just did it on him. There's, it's, there's more to it than that. <clears throat> so those people out there who uh, don't understand that we, and, and I, I'll include us in this, in the alt-right, in the alternative media, are facing some pretty serious opposition, formidable uh, technology and uh, harassment. You've got to understand we are. Now, not to this extent, obviously, I'm not claiming that, uh, but but this happened to Tom and, and I and I saw what it what it did to him for a period of years uh, a couple of years I mean to, to have your the, the gun you mentioned <clears throat> to have your weapon taken away from you and to, to be assessed in mental health well, by the way he, he he was he was certified sane and I think he bills himself as the only sane um, certified sane uh, talk show host in the country but um, but having said that uh, there's much to talk about here. That this is a very rich topic, and it affects all of us. So understand here, the technology's out there, and it's in use, and it's in use without necessarily authorization. And the targets, of course, are the conservatives, Christians, and uh, people who are anti. Uh, and in some cases, anti-Hillary. Don't forget, Tom Bowerly was the talk show host. If that name sounds familiar, but you're not from Western New York, he was the talk show host that asked Vince Foster, or asked uh, <clears throat> Hillary Clinton about Vince Foster in an interview, and she basically hung up on him. Um, but uh, asked whether uh, she slept with him or had an affair with him, came right out and asked her, asked her that. And, of course, she was mortified. This is during the Senate campaign run, her Senate campaign run in 2000. Uh, it was it was a sight to behold, to be sure. Um, it, it's good. In fact, she thought she was on a different radio station. It was a screw up of her staff, but it was very interesting as that happened. Now, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> in hour number two, we we also have uh, tonight. In hour number two, we've got uh, Trey Smith. Trey Smith, internet sensation. Trey Smith. Uh, you deals with uh, the biomole. 
uh, biblical prophecies, uh, extra biblical books like the book of Enoch, and deals with it with uh, what's happening in the world today, the current events, the news, the geopolitics, and ties it all together. He's got a very large YouTube presence, hundreds of thousands of subscribers, millions of views per videos that he does, and he puts together some great teachings. Now, he's got a very interesting uh, delivery, and um, he's a little bit different than what you'd expect for a broadcaster person bringing you information, but that's what happens when you uh, have platforms like YouTube that allow everyday Americans the ability to bring you information. And don't get me wrong, Trey does a fantastic job of laying out the information that's important, relevant, specifically uh, pertaining to Bible prophecy and scripture. Yeah, and it'll be a nice treat. No worries. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a, a fantastic treat uh, to have him on. We've uh, talked in the past, me and Trey have talked in the past, and have tried to set up a, a date to get him on the show and probably my fault uh, that fell through the cracks but uh, I want to thank I think JD for putting this together as it will be a fantastic hour too and we'll see if we can keep him a little bit into the third hour depending on where we leave off and, and how far we get in uh, to the topics at hand um, so it should be a great show I don't know if this is a good time to do this but um Announcing the schedule for next week, or we yeah, let's, do that let's go ahead. And, well, yeah, we let's do it after the break. That way, because we got a uh, um, a new edition. Uh, at least let me announce this: a new edition. All right, starting next Wednesday. Every you know how Standale comes on every Tuesday in hour three. Well, starting next week, every Wednesday in the third hour, Pastor David Langford will be a regular guest here on the Hagman and Hagman Report. Uh, the Voice of Evangelism is his site. He has a radio show uh, on Blog Talk Radio, and he will be with us starting October 26th, Wednesday, and each and every Wednesday in the third hour. What a great addition that will Absolutely. be. Absolutely. And I want to thank him for his gift of time. I also want to thank Dave Hodges for, for his gift of time as well, uh, and also giving us a platform on his show. Joe's, Joe's going to be on uh, the comments on the show this week. I'll be on next week, the mm-hmm. following week. So that's how it's going to play out. Um, we're going to alternate every other week. Now, the week, the the Sunday before uh, the election, which would be I don't know the sixth, seventh, eighth. I think it is. It's sixth. I'm going to be on with Steve Quayle the whole show, and I think Joe, you are as well. Okay. Am I? Now? Yeah, I, I believe. You I know I what? Might have, I might have scheduled you for that. Now that I think about it, you know that really interferes with my planned vacation. Yeah. Uh, that I had. All right, uh, all right. Keep it up. You know, I take a lot of vacations, and uh, I try. I try to keep the uh, you know keep it up. The, the Glenn Beck uh, schedule of radio. What would that be? That is for every one holiday that banks and schools take off. I take three weeks. Gotcha. Uh, I, I'm. I haven't followed Glenn Beck, so I, I don't know. I've, I've and so between it. Christmas and New Year's, you know, you got those two holidays within a week of each other. I'll be gone for at least. Six weeks. Good. There you go. Eric and, and Eric's attack. with me. And I, and I want to welcome too. I want to welcome ja- welcome Jackie and, and folks. Regular listeners know Jackie. Uh, my daughter is going to be a part of our radio uh, family. She's taking care of social networking. She's also going to be do do a lot of office work. She's going to be here every day. And she's going to be uh, filling in for me and Eric as we go see the right. Cleveland Indians in the World Series. Okay. 
Well, it's it's. I'm I joking. just I'm just so thankful to to uh, to have the. We're thankful to have the ability, and folks, it's because of you, uh, to be able to to bring her on on a on a on a full time basis. And I want to thank John Robertson too for all he's done as well uh, for for the uh, for the Hagman and Hagman uh, show, and of course JD, our creative evangelist. Thank you all for that, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening, and thank you for being part of our program. If it sounds like I'm kind of sappy tonight, I am. You know, it's. You, it's uh, been a strange it, week it, for me. I'm looking about at this. you. Well, no, I mean, looking at this, it's just, uh, folks, a strange week. Uh, well, sleep-wise I, for me, which has kind of just thrown everything out of whack. Uh, my wife has pneumonia. She's had it for over a week. And the coughing and, and uh, things that keep you up at night have done the job. <laughs> So I've I've kept a, a, a schedule that I'd call your like your schedule. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Well, sometimes I'll I'll just go to the office and s- sleep in my chair, and and that's just or sleep on the couch in the office, which uh, is rather comfortable. But nonetheless, um, at any rate, so uh, I know that it just sounds like we're wasting time, or we got a lot of news headlines to cover, a lot of news to cover. But uh, for the remaining a few minutes here, we've got for the remaining four or five minutes we have before the the bottom of the hour. Let me just get into this. What what uh, what I had discovered, and and this is something uh, a listener sent me the uh, last night sent me an email when we were talking about the WikiLeaks being connected to the Clinton camp. Uh, I was sent an email with a link to a Reddit thread. Uh, if you don't know what Reddit is, it's a popular internet forum. All right, now that's fine. I already had that. I looked at it and I had it and I, I acknowledged. I think it was it was during the show, so it was kind of a. Uh, but I acknowledge it and thank you for sending that. But I had that information. I had already had that information. But Julian Julian Assange, the guy behind WikiLeaks, who's a threat to the criminal cabal of the globalists, of course, uh, is the subject of multiple investigations. You might know right now that his the Ecuadorian embassy is surrounded by police and. Uh, his fate is unknown and hangs in the balance. But the uh, the recent Internet disruption of Assange can be traced back to, in part, recent charges that he engaged in some sort of online sele- uh, sexual molestation of an 8-year-old girl. Now, this is what was alleged, all right? And as in addition to that... According to uh, WikiLeaks pre- press release, in addition to uh, the online sexual molestation of an eight-year-old girl, uh, Assange reportedly was prepared to accept a million dollars U.S. a million U.S. dollars to appear in a uh, dating commercial or advertisement for Todd and Claire. Now, here is as succinctly as I am able to do. Here's kind of how this all plays out and how this all connects together to the Clinton uh, cabal. Not the Russians, not the Chinese, but the Clintons. And folks, you can, and please, I, I, I ask you, I implore you, uh, th- this article is on HagmanReport.com. Please share that on Facebook and on Twitter. But comment on the article under the same name, evidence that, sil- that the silencing of Assange connects directly to the Clinton camp. Please comment on this at uh, Canada Free Press. Again, it elevates the visibility through comments, through discus conversation, and and through the traffic. So it it, it increases the ranks. So I'm not I'm not I'm not looking for notoriety. What I'm looking for is getting the message out. And here's the message. <clears throat> 
And, and by the way, I appeared on uh, uh, Canada Free Press Radio earlier today. I'm not sure if that is up or not. It was like 15 minutes. Uh, it was a 15-minute segment with Mark uh, Petroni. Nice guy. But in, uh, again, uh, Assange is facing two things. Uh, a press release dated 18th of October 2016 from WikiLeaks details two charges. And I'll read you, I'll read a, a uh, excerpt from the press release right now. An unknown entity posing as an internet dating agency prepared an elaborate plot to falsely claim that Julian Assange received one million U.S. dollars from Russian government and a second plot to frame him se- uh, sexually molesting an eight-year-old girl. Now, and I write both are pretty heavy-duty accusations, to be sure. Now, in society, and especially within prison systems, maybe not the Middle Eastern prison systems, pedophiles don't fare too well. They're bad insurance risks, I'll tell you that. And accusations of espionage, especially in your home country, eh, you're not, uh, certainly, it could be a death sentence at times. So why not just drone the guy, right? Well, I think somebody's asked that question before, but again, uh, that could work, but the mere, the mere stigma from accusations, uh, well, I mean, the, the, I'm sorry, the mere, uh, uh, collateral damage that a drone attack would cause, uh, may be a problem. And, you know, it's just too much paperwork, right? So he, he, here's what we do. We, we, we call him a pedophile and we call him a traitor. Of course, that's exactly what happened. Now, the mainstream media has, has, or has pumped this, the, uh, uh, some of the, Elected officials have, have touted this. Hillary Clinton have blamed, uh, have, have suggested that Assange is being backed by the Russians and the leaks are backed by the Russians and so on. So at the epicenter of this is Hillary Clinton on one side, Assange on the other, the data dump being the WikiLeaks. And people might ask, you know, what's, what's in the WikiLeaks? It's so important. By the way, uh, leak number 14, dump number 14 took place today. We have, we have it captured and again, uh, we have a, a hard drive just just full of these of these emails. So CNN, come and get us. We are we are criminals in your eyes, folks. I'm going to finish this on the other side of the break. Then we're moving to some other news. You're listening to the Hagman and Hagman Report on this fine Friday edition, S- segment number three. The second hour is going to be Trey Smith. He's going to be joining us and uh, talking about a number of things, current events included. And he's an internet sensation, folks. Trey Smith is going to be coming. And then we're going to be continuing on with our news information and analysis in our number three. I want to thank each and every one of you for joining us and hanging with us. We're going to be right back after this. Stay right where you're at, uh, at and of course, saddle for battle. episode by saying saddle for battle folks we're going to need to saddle for battle because the post-election regardless of how it's going to go is going to be um, a rough period if you don't believe me just wait you know hillary clinton gets in the trump supporters are going to have an issue now unless it's decisive and, and without without any type of issue um 
Trump gets in the Hillary's Clinton supporters. Who knows? They're going to burn down neighborhoods, perhaps. I don't know. But certainly they may not expect or accept the results. And, and so I, I do feel that the time period immediately following the election before inauguration and then immediately after the inauguration, two different feels for that same or for the two different uh, periods of time. But watch what happens after the election and even up to the election. Uh, by the way, Joe, and, and let's make sure we, we hit this um, later on. Mark, Mark Petroni from Canada Free Press News, their, their radio news uh, show. You can go to canfreepress.com and click on the link to the daily news items. But Mark Petroni said that, uh, and he pointed this out to me, and I didn't see this until he pointed this out, but at the Alfred E. Smith dinner last night, uh, Hillary Clinton apparently tripped on her way or lost her footing on her way to the podium, which was a very short distance. But what happens, or with the YouTube video, and folks, you can go to find any YouTube video from that dinner, Alfred E. Smith dinner, the Waldorf yesterday, and you can see where there's a there's a cutout, there's an edit there. As she's walking, there, there's a couple of second edit, we think. We don't exactly know how long. There's no time stamp, no, um, no uh, camera tracking or video tracking on it. But uh, you can see where it's been spliced. And information that he received independent from me we received is that she had lost her footing and had to grab onto something and it was it was uh it was subsequently edited out so let's uh you know remind me and remind remind ourselves to to follow through on that to find out exactly what happened but uh before we continue i just want to direct everyone of course minutemanstove.com if you haven't done so already folks go to minuteman rocket stove go to minutemanstove.com get a minuteman rocket stove it's the perfect survival cooking stove for you and your family for the times to come for a number of reasons of course the Minuteman stove, it burns small twigs, branches, what have you, anything you can find, you know, small wood pieces. It's really a great stove. It requires just small amounts of sticks and twigs for fuel. And you're always going to be able to find enough fuel for this particular stove, even if you live in the city or the suburbs. It uses less than a tenth of the fuel required for an open fire. It's got just a tremendous heat. I mean, uh, the, the heat that this stove produces is equivalent to a kitchen stove now we don't and i'm going to say this we do not endorse or talk about any products we don't use or believe in ourselves the minimum rocket stove is the one rocket stove we absolutely believe in you can actually it's fully insulated so you can actually put it on a picnic table if you'd like and the outside of the stove, regardless of how hot it gets inside, the hot side, uh, the outside gets about 200 degrees. So you can pick it up with your hands. Eh, it'd be uncomfortable, but, but you get the idea, right? The stove focuses the heat directly into the, you know, where it needs to be. And it results in cooking power, again, comparable to a kitchen stove. When using the Minuteman stove, you're going to notice that it creates almost no smoke whatsoever. So if not giving away your position is important to you, or if you just don't want to breathe in all that muck, the smoke from the from the fire, this stove is for you. The smoke creates health concerns. And again, it would give away your location to others if that's a concern. The Minuteman stove is self-contained and seals airtight for travel and storage. I love it that about this. You seal it up after you use it, and it's perfect. No smell, no odor to it. 
It's a 50 caliber ammo can design, uh, designed with a lid. As I said, it has a rubber seal and a carrying handle. It weighs only 14 pounds. Travels clean. It, it's, it's, it's the Cadillac of rocket stoves. Folks, MinutemanStove.com, MinutemanStove.com and tell them, mention Hagman and Hagman and you'll get some extra special treatment. You will. MinutemanStove.com, mention Hagman and Hagman. Definitely a fantastic product. Isn't that great? Isn't yes, that great, it is. great product? Uh, again, folks might have joined us late. After this segment, in our number two, we are going to be joined by Trey Smith to talk about current events through the lens of Bible prophecy. He is a YouTube sensation, if you will. Yeah. has a huge following, hundreds of thousands of followers. And he does biblical teachings based on prophecy and current events. And we're going to talk with him and get his take on how things are going, what's happening in our country, in our world, in the world of prophecy, and so much more. Now, until that time, we got news that we're going to get into, and I know you got somewhere you want to just, start. I just want to finish finish this up with respect to Julian Assange, because this is so important. Yeah, there's a lot of things that have happened, and if we can, just a quick timeline over the last few days of what's been going on, last few days of the week. First of all, uh, Julian Assange is the founder of WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks is the company that is in the center of the controversy about the leaked emails and Hillary Clinton paid speeches that have been released. Or, or wait, wait a second, according to Sheila Jackson Lee, it's Wikipedia. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, you know, he sought, Julian Assange sought asylum, and he was uh, granted asylum in the Ecuadorian embassy in London. And since then, especially in this last month running up to the elections here in America, he has been releasing uh, tr- the Podesta emails and other emails and paid speeches from the Hillary Clinton campaign. A lot of these emails are very damaging, even though you'll never see the light of day in the mainstream media or to many regular voters out there. But they show the extent and evil nature and the criminal nature of Hillary Clinton. Now, well, you know what? Just his stop, stop internet there, was cut off. Well, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, a few <clears throat> days ago, he continues to release the emails. He promises that more bombshells are coming. And as a uh, defensive measure, John Kerry, Hillary Clinton, and the United States government threatened Ecuador to give up Assange. And one thing that they did in the meantime was cut his Internet off. Ostensibly, though, this is related to the uh, alleged online sexual molestation of an eight-year-old girl, which is claimed by a company... uh, by the name of Todd and Claire, this dating service. And it's funny that claim didn't come out until it was found that Assange um, had damaging information on some of the world's elites and specifically the politicians that run for positions of power in different nations and started to release that information. Then they came after him, uh, kind of like Trump, you know. Uh, all these out- sexual allegations against Trump happened within, you know, a two-week period, six weeks before the election, dating back, you know, 30-plus years, uh, these alleged women went through these terrible ordeals. Um, many of their stories have been proven, proven wrong. 
um, not even being in the same place as, as Donald Trump at the time. Yes, but, um, yes, and, but, and but, but don't go so fast because remember the day that he was supposed to be on the balcony of the Ecuadorian embassy in London and deliver his uh, d- the deliver, anniversary of well, WikiLeaks. But yeah. he was also going to give give additional data. All right. Well, why didn't that happen? Because it was on that date when Todd and Claire, the company that is associated with the UN initiative, by the way, and the same company that reportedly, again, this is from WikiLeaks press release and also our investigation, my investigation, um, offered uh, Assange a million dollars to be either a spokesperson in a video ad. Well, it was on that date that Todd and Claire reportedly through uh, KAITA, this this program, uh, had filed a complaint with through the United Nations that Assange had uh, allegedly sexually molested an eight year old girl online. Okay, that, that's again when I say sexually molested, I'm not talking about physical up close. No, it's online molestation. So through the UN, this Todd and Claire files this complaint. That was on the same day he was supposed to give that Ecuadorian. Uh, um, uh, press release on the balcony. He didn't do it. He moved it in. He cited uh, safety concerns, security concerns. Well, all right, let's take a look at, at this and what's going on very quickly. Um, when I started looking at this a couple of days ago, I, I, I noticed that everything was following in line of the Benghazi template. And for example, in the case of Benghazi, Hillary Clinton, at the time she was Secretary of State, she had a working relationship with the CIA and former and current National Security Advisors. They wrote the playbook and used it to mitigate the public relations disaster that would accompany the allegations of weapon smuggling through the CIA compound in Benghazi. Now, I was clear that all that uh, that nothing was as it appeared. Now, with regard to the charges against Assange, the investigation I was conducting, have been conducting, and don't forget I mentioned this last week about conducting this and putting a timeline together, revealed that all. Is not as it appears. In fact, it's far worse. And if it's proven correct, and I dare say that I believe I'm correct, uh, the charges against him, the sexual charges and the receiving money, are not only spurious but can be traced to political operatives. Where? Inside the Hillary Clinton campaign and their circle of trust. Equally. Now, are these operatives that uh, are con- are still employees? Yes, yes. Or operatives that have quit due no, no, to the no. uh, corruption that has come out and, no. and riddled the campaign of scandals. Well, I just I'll give you the, I'll give you my findings in a nutshell here, and, and I could write a, a very lengthy report. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a report on this separately. But in the meantime, you, you can find this at CanadaFreePress.com. Comment on comment on this at CanadaFreePress.com. And again, that raises the visibility as well as HagmanReport.com. But what happened is this. Um, Central to the charges against Assange with respect to the sexual molestation of a million dollars uh, is a company identified as Todd and Claire. It's an online dating site that reportedly offered Assange again a million bucks for a video, uh, a video uh, endorsement. Well, that never happened, and the his uh, Assange's attorney made some inquiries with Todd and Claire and. and these elaborate bona fides were given back to the attorney, and they smelled something that was funny. Well, the Assange legal team obtained information about, the, about Todd and Claire uh, responding that it appeared to be an elaborate ruse to entrap Assange. Follow-up emails ostensibly from that same entity po- uh, uh, posed an October 31st, 2016 deadline for his decision to represent them in a video uh, in, a, in a video advertisement. When he declined... 
it was on October 4th, the same day as the Assange press conference, where he was expected to disclose the serious allegations and didn't come through, that that same entity, Todd and Claire, a participant in the UN Global Compact Program known as KATIA, I'm sorry, I mis- misspelled that, KATIA, um, which is a screening project to protect women from online predators, they filed a report against Assange for the uh, uh, for the alleged uh, molestation. Well, it's critical to understand the timing of these actions. Remember, that was the day that he was supposed to appear on the balcony. And three days later is when WikiLeaks began the incremental release of Podesta emails. Again, watch the timeline here. We're connecting the dots on the time. As the news of these serious allegations uh, made against Assange were made public, there were citizen journalists that, I mean, did an incredible job and still are doing incredible jobs posting to the forum Reddit. Their efforts, I, I have to say, are, are just fantastic. Well, yesterday, last night, is when the uh, listener had sent me that email. I don't have permission to use his name. I'm not going to do it, but thank you so much for that. That was the that was the, uh, the, the timeline I was following and com- comparing it to my inquiries I was using to get information on the various companies in the orbit of uh, Todd and Claire. Well, what was discovered and what was published on Reddit and found through my use of proprietary databases um, is a relationship between Todd and Claire and certain staff members of this database aggregation company. It's a trends analyzer and a global think tank known as the Premise Data Corporation. Premise Data Corporation. Well, hold the phone here. Okay. Premise Data Corporation is a highly praised, very well-respected, well-connected company, but their co-founder is identified as David Soloff. It just so happens Mr. Soloff happens to be a friend of, you ready for it? Wait for it. Hillary Clinton. In fact, he had uh, sent tweets out with uh, pictures of of him and Hillary uh, Clinton together. He's seen in pictures on social networking with Hillary Clinton. Now, in addition, who's on the board of directors of this of of Premise Data Corporation? You ready for this? Larry Summers. Larry Summers is listed on the board of directors of the Premise Data Corporation. Summers is associated with the Center for American Progress. Center for American Progress. Ring any bells? Of course it does. Which was founded by Hillary's campaign manager, who John Podesta. Who was the target of the WikiLeaks release? John Podesta. Where did this all originate, these accusations come from? Ties to the Premise uh, Corporation, to Clinton staffers, to Todd and Claire. The overlap is incredible, right to Assange. So there you have it. In, in my words, exposed are the latent digital fingerprints of fabrication that connects the Clinton cabal, not Russia, and there's more. There's more, but um, you you get the drift. You get the idea. So it's not what you think. So so those people, and the other side of this very quickly is that Russia is being set up, of course, as being responsible for all of the ills, the hacks, and ultimately will will take the blame for the doubt cast upon the legitimacy of the election, 2016 election. So let's keep our eyes close on that. World War Three has never been closer, and I think that uh, 
much like uh, much like Assange has been vindicated and Tom Barley has been vindicated, I think we've been vindicated when we say that Syria is going to be the impetus for World War III, and we've been saying that for some time. And I do believe that the World War III is imminent. With respect to Tom Barley, I was just going to, I was going to go through that a little bit more, but we don't have time for that, folks. What I will do is direct you again to. Uh, Canada Free Press under the title of Indicated Talk Show Radio, uh, Talk Show Radio's True Patriot Tom Barley has been vindicated. Uh, Judy McLeod does a fantastic job in explaining and showing the affidavits, explaining the cloaking technology used to conduct surveillance on my good friend Tom Barley. And, uh, uh please keep Tom in your prayers. Alright. So we can move straight away. To additional uh, additional news before our guest, yeah. guest arrives, and I'm in the middle of writing a story here. I don't know if I'll um, uh, end up writing this story or not, but let's get into the the meat of this. Um, we've seen in the recent months running up to this uh, election, presidential election, the claims of the potential for election rigging. Now, Donald Trump made comments um, about a month ago about the potential for the elections to be rigged. Since then, we have seen from Project Veritas O'Keefe videos to other uh, whistleblowers' information about how uh, the election is rigged in ways from busing people from poll to illegal immigrants without IDs from poll to poll to vote numerous times to the appearance of you know thousands of absentee balance, ballots that are uh, to be counted with no knowledge of where they came from to the Soros owned uh, voting machines in 16 states or 362 counties I believe and it's uh, coming up in the news again. Trump is being uh, basically taken to task for suggesting that it is possible for the United States election system to be compromised saying uh, that Critics saying that this would forever um, put doubt in the minds of voters that the election process is not safe. Just two days ago, on the 18th of October, Obama tells Trump to stop whining over rigged election claims as Barack Obama uh, got on the case of Donald Trump Tuesday over his repeated assertions that the election is rigged against him, telling the Republican presidential candidate to stop whining and go try to make a case to get the votes out. Uh, now, just a few months ago, the same story uh, on April 4th, 2016, was, uh, this is where it originated from, Obama laughed off Donald Trump's claim that the November election could be rigged against him. Obama appeared befuddled by the GOP presidential nominee's declaration when asked about it during a press conference at the Pentagon, saying... I don't even really know where to start on answering this question. Of course, elections will not be rigged. What does that mean, Obama said? If Mr. Trump is suggesting a conspiracy theory that is being propagated across the country, that's ridiculous. It doesn't make sense, and I don't think anyone would take that seriously, uh, Obama went on to say. Now, interestingly enough, um, today there's a report. U.S. vote, authorities warn to be alert to Russia hacks faking fraud. What this article deals with is the uh, possibility that the election could be rigged and or manipulated 
According to U.S. intelligence agencies and other law enforcement officials, by Russian hackers in the intelligence services. As the article goes on to talk about Russia's ability uh, to undermine the credibility of our presidential elections by posting documents online purporting to show evidence of voter fraud. And the article continues to talk about um, the U.S. election system and uh, the upcoming vote on November 8th, talking about how hackers uh, could do, you know, any number of things. But it's interesting to see how the administration from Barack Obama to Hillary Clinton came out and ridiculed Donald Trump about the possibility of the election being rigged against him. We know George Soros, the one of the key, if not the key, influential money men behind the Clinton campaign and all these different initiatives that the U.S. government runs um, in order to continue to further progress from the LGBT agenda to abortions. He's on the wrong side of everything, and he funds the wrong side of everything. But, again, Trump was was ridiculed, marginalized, and uh, basically called a fool for claiming that there's a potential for the elections to be rigged. But now U.S. intelligence agencies have come out and said that there is no direct evidence that hackers have uh, tried to access databases for voter records, but that there is a warning in place and authorities need to be on the lookout for Russian uh, hacks during the election to sway this vote. So what we see is the hypocrisy of the Obama administration and the fact that they have come out and called Donald Trump a fool for claiming the election can be rigged. At the same time, their advisors and their own intelligence agencies are saying Russia could hack the election. Um, And this is something to keep an eye on because we know how, uh, with George Soros owning the election machines, we've seen the different videos and reports of people being able to hack the Diebolt electronic voting machines straight from the machine. after the vote is over from a computer to when the votes are tallied and all of that has been proven and put on video. Uh, one thing about the James O'Keefe Project Veritas video release that I found very interesting was the White House's response to the video release about uh, illegal voter registration, about the uh, voter fraud that was caught on tape by undercover operatives. And I'm trying to get the uh, website, our website, hagmanreport.com, to come up. Here it is. Uh, because the article that I'm referencing is on the website. And Press Secretary Josh Ernest uh, did something that was rather eye-opening when talking about the uh, James O'Keefe video release. And what was that? He, uh, Press Secretary Josh Ernest and the White House came out and stated that Americans need to be careful of the dangerous or or use extreme caution when dealing with the Project Veritas O'Keefe videos. These videos very damaging to Democrats, to the DNC, to the Clinton campaign, uh, as they have shown that the violence at Trump rallies have been directly caused by Hillary Clinton, the 
people who incited the violence have been paid by the Clinton Foundation, and the leaked WikiLeaks emails show uh, the train of planning on how to not only incite the violence, but how the media is in their corner and will spin these incidents to show or make it look like it is Trump supporters who are mean and violent and intolerant of other people when it's just the opposite. And it goes even so far as to talk about using homeless people, using the handicapped, mentally handicapped people, and um, doing whatever they can through the dirty tricks to get uh, and make Trump supporters and Trump himself look bad. Now, the White House on Wednesday cast doubt on the authenticity of the latest undercover video suggesting operatives hired people to incite violence at Donald Trump rallies. Press Secretary Josh Earnest said the videos from conservative activist James O'Keefe should be taken with a whole packet of salt because of what he said is uh, selectively editing footage to cast subjects in an unflattering light. And, and this is difficult the same to do. It's not excuse of, yep. of Planned Parenthood. Yep, they could show a video of an actual baby murder abortion taking place, and turn around and say, "Well, <clears throat> due to the you know selective deceptive editing, it's not what it is a, appears." Even though yes, the baby was was butchered and murdered right there on the table. Yep. Uh, due to the editing, it w- did not portray an accurate picture of what really happened. So he goes on to say that the. Uh, footage cast subjects in an unflattering light. I've been asked and about speaking of that, videos. Joe, very quickly, speaking of that, uh, I, I must say the fact checkers who reported Hillary Clinton was not, uh, didn't mean to favor abortions up to the last day, you know, of <laughs> before birth. Uh, that's wrong. The fact checkers were wrong. I, so go ahead. Yeah. And, uh, Ernest goes on to say that I've tried to urge people to take those reports not at face value. Because despite what the name might suggest, these videos have not been, have not revealed the truth. That is what Press Secretary of the White House Josh Earnest said in response to the James O'Keefe Project Veritas video release. Interestingly enough that they would even comment it, comment on it in the first place. And if these videos weren't what they seemed, if they were deceptive and deceptively edited, then why were the two people featured in the videos who promoted and bragged about inciting violence, let go and fired by the Clinton campaign. Or whatever, yeah. If if it had no basis in reality, why did people lose their jobs? More people lost their jobs from these O'Keefe videos than the whole administration under 9-11 under Bush. We'll be right back. Welcome back, folks, to the Hagman and Hagman Report. Are you following us on the social networking feed that we've got set up? My daughter's handling it now. Thank you, Jackie, for doing so. Handling uh, Facebook, Hagman Report at, on, on Facebook. On Twitter is at Hagman Report. Now, I've got my own separate Facebook. If you want, you can follow me. And uh, that should be Lady, the Studio Dogs of Facebook. She's uh, always... Uh, Always at my side. In fact, usually she lays right down next to me here uh, in in the studio. It's uh, she's she loves she loves social networking. She loves interacting with you folks. But seriously, uh, follow us on our social networking. Also, subscribe to us on YouTube. While we still have the opportunity, we need to use the tools 
of the globalists against the globalist agenda. You have to understand that. We need to use the tools available to us in order to fight that leviathan of, of, of a, of an agenda. And, uh, it's so important. I just want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in to us every night. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you so much. We are a listener supported show. We do have sponsors. However, uh, the bulk of our, 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 the only way we can do this, the only way we can do this is through your support. So many have reached out and given, given us, uh, uh, support, supported us through our endeavors. We're able to expand. We're able to get the word out. 111 countries last year, 64 and a half million downloads and 63 million of those were, uh, <laughs> no, 63 million were my mama. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, Pressing over and over. No, no, it's it's great. So it's great to it's great to be able to bring guests like Pastor David Langford on to to talk about God and and uh, Steve Quayle and others, uh, some A list guests, and it's all because of you. So thank you, gentlemen. Oh, oh um, yeah, I'm going to toss it to you. Go ahead. All right, folks. We have a a, a great guest coming up this hour. He's actually with us now. Uh, we'll call him the a YouTube sensation, Trey Smith. Many of heavily you, demanded. Yeah, yeah get for for a while now. Emails and we've had some dialogue off, Trey Smith on off air um, in the past few months, and I never was able to get him scheduled. And uh, I want to thank I think it was JD for for setting this up. But Trey Smith has been making waves on YouTube, specifically dealing with what is happening in the world of current events and yes. prophecy and has a very unique way of laying out his findings and what the Lord has revealed to him. Uh, Mr. Smith, I'm going to introduce, I'm going to bring you on and let you kind of introduce yourself and give the audience a short bio of uh, what it is that you do. And then from there, if we can get into uh, how you were led to the place you are today. Well, guys, I, I, first of all, just uh, thank you for for having me. It's an honor to be on the on the show today. Uh, the, the first things that I would state right up front, just just emphatically, uh, particularly on this show, and at this time, we'll get to the bio and those other things in a second. But uh, it is uh, number one the uh, the poll numbers from my view, and this is what I've been working on for the last. Uh, probably a couple of weeks to figure out why to the T that all these poll numbers have always got Hillary Clinton ahead by 10 points, 8 points, 6 points, 3 points, and then it'll go back up to 6. It'll always be Hillary ahead. And this was the same case with Bernie Sanders as well. Uh, so I'd like if we get the opportunity to, to, uh, to share with your, with your listeners some of the reasons why I think that's, in fact, let me make that Absolutely. Those, yeah. those numbers are bogus. So if you're listening to my voice on this show, you know when you're looking at those screens that what you're looking at is psychological warfare against you and your families. That's my opinion. Uh, and it's a strong one, and I'm gonna, I can lay out a case for you. I've got a video that's gonna come up, uh, that'll lay out a full case for you. Uh, punch after punch after punch after, but those numbers will look bad and dirty and guilty. Uh, two minutes in, 30 seconds in, you'll be, I, I assure you, you'll be convinced and on this show you're listening to now, you'll be convinced. Uh, but know that, if you're hearing my voice, that those numbers are designed as a war against your mind. Uh, and, and point number two, uh, that I would just emphasize, uh, the most, anywhere I could scream it from, uh, is that this is not a, a normal election. 
Okay, I've heard from many Christians, guys that I like, guys that I really love, people that I talk to on a day-to-day basis, uh, and it and it and it makes me nervous. I'm pleading with those people. I'm not telling anyone what to do. I'm pleading with your ears. Uh, I've already said this. Uh, you know, they're both dirty. They're both uh, uh, again. Remember that I keep emphasizing a psychological war is being waged against your mind. Uh, the uh, uh, I've heard it compared, uh, you know, in a, in a race between uh, Stalin and, and and Hitler. Which one do you vote for? Number one, this is not Stalin and Hitler. This is Donald Trump against a woman that wants to take your freedom and your right to talk about Jesus Christ away. The very mandates that Jesus Christ gave to His church. Number one, that we occupy until He comes, and number two, that we take the gospel message to the ends of the earth, every creature. How do we do that if we have someone trying to shut down our Internet? Someone trying to shut down specifically Christians. But this is even terrifying for the atheist, because I support his right to have freedom of speech as well. Uh, But if you've got someone that's literally fighting against your freedom, and that includes your finances. Finances are what makes it possible for Hagman and Hagman to talk to you on these radio shows and tell you stuff, and what makes it also possible for me to do the documentaries that I'm doing. But they're also the very thing that allows... Uh, you to go uh, do things with your families. And the Lord would have you have joy in this life. And that includes doing th- not just fear-mongering. That, that includes things that you would want in this life to go, to go do. One of the fruits of the Spirit is joy, joy, love, peace, patience, self-sacrifice, long-suffering, self-control. Uh, so that's my spiel from the front. It's important for Christians that's why you are the, uh, the, the that, that's why you're the man on the internet on the internet uh, folks Trey Smith is our guest godinanutshell.com is his website his YouTube videos are just so much in demand my friend uh, what your opening statement is classic I love it and, and please continue man you're well, just well I, I just uh, you, you know I you know part, part of the way I do the documentaries is uh uh, you know, people want to cut to the chase. They 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 don't want the nonsense, and so uh, try and try and deliver that up up front. And I I find it uh, I like that when people extend that courtesy to me, so I enjoy extending it right back to them. But um, uh, you'd ask. Let me just give you an example right up front on the show, so a guy that's listening doesn't have to wait for uh, thirty minutes to get the white poles of bogus. Let me okay stuff you can see with your eyes. Let's just start with the basic one. Every time Donald Trump gets off of a plane, and the same case was for Bernie Sanders, there were smaller stadiums, there were smaller crowds, but no less, these were rock star-style stadiums. Well, you got a lady that can't fill up gymnasiums, okay? And let's ignore the fact and be generous. with. Let's just assume that half of the people showing up at these empty gymnasiums weren't paid. Let's give them all to her. She's got two and 300 people showing up to listen to her. On her, on her best day in Florida, what she got, even with Al Gore out there and a music band that you got to listen to for three, she got what, three bleachers full? Oh, that's impressive. This is a guy that, there's a guy out there in Florida alone, stadiums with 30,000 people that are all taking the day off work. They're, they're putting stuff aside so they can see this man in city after city after city after city after city after city. That lady could not fill up a phone booth if it were full of free Obama phones. And that's a fact that you can see with your eyes. If you take any, any polling data that is off of a, uh, a larger sample group, 
larger sample group. They, they have one poll that I that I have in here that uh, an independent poll. This is fifty thousand people polled independently. One thousand from each state, from New York to California, all the way to Hawaii. The numbers are like seventy percent against Hillary Clinton. Look on any social media poll or what I would term as what I would term as like the people's poll, not the media's poll, right? The media she's always ten points ahead. And if you read the little mathematics in the fine print that they put in there, they put the fine print in there, what you're going to find is that all of those polls are shifted in favor of Hillary. And I call it the Hillary Party. I should call it the I Hate America Party, because in the WikiLeaks documents, that appears to be what she states, right? That she hates average Americans. So, I, you know, some people call it the Nazi Party. Some people call it the Stalin Party. I prefer to call it... <laughs> Excuse me, I prefer to call it the I Hate Americans Party because that, those appear to be her feelings according to those, those emails. There are thousands of these. But she's definitely not the Democratic Party because the Democratic Party was Bernie Sanders. The same nonsense that's going on right now with Trump is the same nonsense that she had going on. In fact, I thank God for Bernie Sanders and the fact that he fought all the way to the... Look, Bernie Sanders had a lot of views, like him, lump him, dislike him, like his policies, don't like him, you know. But I can, I can tell you this, that in my research of Bernie Sanders, he was, he was an honest man. He was telling you what he was going to do, and you can see this through his entire life. He, was, he honestly believed the things he was presenting. So even if you didn't like his policies, he was at least being straightforward with you on what they were. There's, there's a big difference between sincerely believing something silly and uh, uh, and going after you to deceive you and your families out of your freedoms, out of your finances, out of your ability to have freedom of speech. There's a, there's a vast difference between these two. Anyhow, long story short, uh, a lot of my friends are Democrats. It would be an insult to them for me to call Hillary Clinton the Democratic candidate, because she is not. She's the I Hate America candidate. That's what she is, fighting against those very Democrats. Amen, brother. Very Democrats that she'd like to go vote for, but they're not going to. I can assure you of that. In fact, some of the people that I talk to on a day-to-day basis, there's people I can't even mention. They're friends that I have got that work on some of the large shows that they've got for the Democrats that are paid to back Hillary, and they don't want to go vote for Hillary. And that's another fact. I have yet to find a Hillary voter. So, wow. um, uh, those, those polls, those polls are skewed. And my, my opinion is that your, your free, your, your very freedoms are on the line. Uh, and I would encourage every pastor, every Christian, look, you boat your friends down to those polling booths because you still have the right to do it. You still have the right to do it. And also, in my opinion, this is what the Lord would have you do. I don't mean to interrupt, but, but uh, we get, uh, we, not so much anymore, but we, we've often gotten emails saying, well, I'm going to vote for Jesus. You know, I, I, Trump doesn't do it for me. Hillary, certainly not. It's the lesser of two evils. I'm not going to vote or I'm going to vote for Jesus. What would you tell Christians who plan to stay home? Because we had 20 million, an estimated 20 million evangelical Christians not vote or throw their vote away last election. And um, Okay, let me answer yeah. that question. Go ahead. That's a great question right there. In fact, that's a, that's a highlight question. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. That uh, if you were, what would Jesus have you do? What would Jesus have you do? Uh, 
if you were out there in the middle of uh, Syria with ISIS and um, you had some guys that were going to capture you and take your, take your life, would you remember the guys in the mass that came and grabbed you? Or would you remember your friends that stood idly by and watched and did nothing? I, I tell you, I, I, um, I, th those those are the ones that the Lord has used men. He used Noah to build a boat. He used 12 disciples who were all fishermen. In fact, I got one of these Donald Trump hats. It's like a, it's like a, a fishing hat. Which is interesting to me. It really does. It looks like a, a. It looks like you put tackle stuff on the hanging off the thing. It looks like a fisherman's hat. Is the hat that Donald Trump put forth for his campaign? And you got you got uh, you got twelve fish. Well, you got eleven fishermen. You got fishermen and a tax collector. But the fishermen, you, you know, you know, fishermen always don't always have the uh, the cleanest of mouths. They just don't. I mean, sailors get this kind of reputation. You see. Uh and uh, um, it's almost as if Jesus himself picked 12 guys as a statement that if he could use these 12 guys, he could use anybody. Now, you've got a man that's standing there that stood there on the last debate while a lady was stating, we'll do abortions all the way. This is an abomination before the Lord at any point to do the abortion. You've got a lady standing there and looking at the cameras with a cute, cutesy little smirk on her face. Well, let's do it up until the moment that you're pulling the baby out. And you had a man stand there. When, when was the last time you saw a political candidate, particularly one that doesn't even boast to be a Christian? He's boasted to be a secular guy. But he's up there defending Christians. And he's standing there and responds to this woman that what you want to do is wait until a day or two before a baby's born and tear it apart. He actually spoke these words at a presidential debate. When was the last time you ever heard that at a presidential debate? I would that pose that question for, for any Christian, for any mm -hmm. Christian standing out there. This is a man that has openly stated time and time and time, every time that he states it, and he's got a history of it too, because I've looked at his history. Well, the media has been focused on, gee, this guy might have said a dirty word 11 years ago. And by the way, as, as Christians, my understanding is that we forgive. But if the worst that it gets, even, even if I were to take the allegations of the women, I, you know, I went through and looked at these, right? So they're pumping these, and not only do you have worlds of emails where they're stating, we're going to manipulate and we're going to distort and we're going to do, and those are all demonic traits, by the way. That's, that's witchery. Trying to right. use the screen. Those, those TV screens are as good as the modern day crystal balls that are coming to, they, they, uh, they're coming to those screens to manipulate the mind, which they, they do a very good job at that. And pump out trash after trash after trash. And I, and I've got gals that stretch back, uh, 30 years ago that, uh, you know, I didn't win the apprentice thing. And, uh, you know, I had forgotten up until a couple of weeks before this election that uh, he hugged me and it just didn't feel right. He kissed me on the cheeks and uh, uh, I, I felt like there was more there. Yeah. 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 But this is... Uh, this well, is well, all right. Now, now let yeah, me ask ahead. you this. All right. 
so, so the the you made it clear, and I'm a hundred percent behind you that the the poll numbers rigged. Now, Trey, and again, we're talking with Trey uh, Trey Smith, God in a nutshell dot com, folks. You know him; he's an internet uh, rock star. Okay, on YouTube. But let me ask this: Are the elections going to be rigged? And if so, how? And, and what's going to? What's your what's your take okay, on that? Okay, well, there's there's two sides to this coin, and let me state this up front: Don't you have any fear about that? Because a part of that is actually good for them. Because if you know, if they have a bunch of people think they're going to, of course, she's going to try and rig it. She's been trying to rig everything from the start. What haven't she rigged in her entire life? This is her entire history. It would be, I would be, I would be terrified if she didn't. I would think something was wrong. There would clearly be something wrong with Hillary Clinton if she did not try and lie to you. I mean, there would. I mean, that would be a catastrophe. Of course, she's going to try and rig it. But you go out and you you go out and you vote because you know what the Lord has this, and there are people as far as the East Coast is from the West and beyond that are praying over this, and their plans will not stand. And a lot of stuff they have wanted to do, a lot of stuff Barack has wanted to do that is evil against you, has fallen. In fact, if we knew the number of things and plots and plans that all of these people have had that have fallen. If we if we knew on a day to day basis how many times the Lord saves our rear ends, we would be in tears. So yes, of course she's going to try and rig them. This and with the electronic voting machine, they're going to try. They're going. That's what they would like to do. That's what, they, and they'll probably do some of it. What I believe is going to occur at those elections is that there's going to be such a flood of people coming in, and what you're seeing happening on the social medias. <laughs> is it you're seeing, and this is why she keeps saying cyber attack, cyber attack, cyber attack, Russians, Russians, Russians. They'll ask her, uh, so what do you think about Donald Trump's taxes? Well, what I think is that, uh, did I mention that there were cyber attacks coming from the Russians that might affect the election? Well, we were asking you about uh, the, the, and I'm being a little facetious here, but on three debates, she's now done this. On the first two, watch her. They're not even asking her about that. She's volunteering that. It's not happenstantial. And, and, and let's look at that in perspective for a second. You've got a gal that now three times has, has, has openly stated in a presidential debate that she's getting stuff hacked all around her left, right, and center. And we want to hand her the nuclear codes? The question isn't would somebody steal them from her. The question is would that, would that happen in 10 minutes? Fifteen, or do you think it would be a whole half hour after before after she took office before somebody else had those? Um, okay. But taking taking that a step further, I mean, she can't keep track of the dirty emails she sends, and they're all dirty. So it's uh, you know any email. Let's just say any email because it's presumed that they're dirty. Um, it's a Hillary email, of course. It's dirty. A lot of things these people have tried and wanted to do have fallen before them. And um, wow. I mean, uh, and this will as well. And in my view, that's what I'm praying for. And I believe that's what the oh. Lord is going to do. 
Well, and, and, and I, I, I want to just, again, I just want to remind people who they're listening to, Trey Smith, Internet Sensation, website godinanutshell.com. DVDs available there. Uh, vast array there. Check it, check it out. What a guy, too. I mean, listen to what he's saying. And, and I love what you just said about, you know, are, would the elections be rigged? And you said, I'd be worried if they weren't. Uh, how, it wouldn't well, be how? Hillary running if they if, if she wasn't going to try that. Come on now, man. That, I mean that's... that that would be that would be I mean that that would be insanity beyond belief if she wasn't plotting that. It's Hillary Clinton. Yeah, absolutely. How great! I mean, it, uh, just what what a great response. I, and I didn't mean to take you off your stride. We got about five minutes left of the break, so go go ahead, continue. Well, um, um. So, guys, this is, um, uh, uh, I mean, that, that's, uh, uh, it, you know, it's really those two things. And we, uh, uh, we it, it, go out, the Lord uses men and he uses women. That's what that entire Bible is a story of. We're the men and women he wants a relationship with. Of course, pastors, you should get out and vote. You should get out and vote. The Lord lets us vote on whether we're going to go to heaven or hell. He gives us that choice. He lets us vote on whether we're going to sin today or not. The Lord has been working through people. Noah had a choice whether to build the boat or not. I mean, the Lord certainly could have solved that problem for nothing. You know, building that boat was probably a lot harder than God building it for him. So, yeah, right now you're getting to pick. You want someone to steal your right to talk about the Lord and steal other people's rights and steal your children. You're not just voting for yourself. You're actually voting on what affects other people. Yes, yes, from my view, this is dire. This is dire. I, I agree. Uh, and, and it's so refreshing to hear a man such as yourself say exactly what you're saying and explain why, and you're doing a great job of this, in very clear and concise. Because the way I look at it is this. Um, we've got, and I'll just say this. I mean, to me, we've we only have one choice, but more importantly, we have one last, in my view, one last chance. Because, you know, somebody had said, and I had saw, I had seen this on on a um, political internet forum. Uh, the choice of having Obama for another four years, meaning Hillary Clinton, you know, uh, would you, can you, can you live with that? And I had seen some celebratory remarks. I was sure that would be fantastic. But I'm thinking to myself, and others, I'm sure as well as, as you probably are too, that this country could not endure another four years of the last eight. Hmm. Uh, well, that's that's probably uh, that's probably the minimum what we have. Look, every argument concerning Hillary Clinton is just going to be an argument of how bad the damages are going to be, and and, and nobody's going to argue that it's going to get better. Not even her own supporters, which I, you know I'm having trouble finding those people. I really am. Yeah. I mean, a Demo- yeah. <laughs> she's not a Democrat. She stated clearly in her own emails, it is stated in her own emails, a phrase like that, that she hates all. It appears to state that she hates all Americans. Mm-hmm. So, and that yeah. includes the guy voting for her. Yeah. And, and according yeah. to people that have worked for her over the years, that certainly includes black people. I mean, she has words 
for, for somebody trying to stir up racism and bigotry, and then you got all these tapes that came out about her where she's out there, she's, you know, they're having people bust around to, uh, to go start fights at yes. Trump rallies. And you know why there's nobody bust around to uh, Hillary rallies? You know why the news is all about Trump and, and, and it's just people? But number one, because Trump has integrity, but number two, because there's nobody to go agitate. There you go. Who's going to agitate? The 200 people? Exactly. Yeah, it, it's, there ain't nobody it, to agitate. It wouldn't even be a party there. You're exactly right. Uh, and many people don't think like that. The the number is so slim. So, I mean, the margins are so narrow there uh, in terms of the rallies for Hillary. And you're right. If you look at the videos, the raw, uncut videos of a Hillary event, and even a Kane event to a lesser extent, it's virtually, I mean, they've got to pull people closer together. They've got to push people closer to make it appear that there is, or just camera angles, to make it appear that they have people there. So Breaking down walls, yeah. uh, you know, to make the rooms look smaller, uh, taking up chairs away, so. trying to bring in college students yeah. to, to, to as fillers. Um, the manipulation, and this has been talked about on our show and many other shows, uh, that the media is part of the Hillary Clinton campaign and we have seen that uh, is the absolute truth every single mainstream media TV outlet does everything in their power they can to protect Hillary Clinton whether it pertains to her email scandals or the Benghazi scandals um, or her health at the same time demonizing Donald Trump many times for the same thing that Hillary Clinton is doing and Donald Trump isn't. Folks, we're talking with Trey Smith. We'll be right back after these short messages. Stay with us as he will be with us for the rest of the next segment. Welcome back, folks, to the Hagman and Hagman Report. Boy, have we got a tremendous guest for you. We're talking to him right now. His name is Trey Smith. Godinanutshell.com. God in a Nutshell Project. Uh, what a great website he's got, too. And uh, what a great man to talk talk with. And I just want to thank him personally. We want to thank him personally as well for his gracious gift of time this evening. He's a, a very talented man. He's he's a, a very well informed. He's got a he's of course on social networking. Follow him on his Facebook page as well. Be one of the ten thousand followers there. And I just noticed that uh, on his Facebook page, he put up uh, uh, for tonight. Uh, uh, going to be talking about the bogus poll numbers, which we did earlier on. Exactly why they are bogus. Also, why Trump is in reality at landslide polls. Very well stated, too, um, in every state. Right now, uh, also going to be talking about why Hillary keeps saying cyber attack Russia, Russia, Russia. And, and we covered that a little bit in the first hour with respect to Russia, even Russia being equated with Assange and how he was being set up by the Hillary campaign uh, through Larry Summers. In in my view now, this is based on my investigative analysis. And, of course, um, uh 
uh, in addition to Summers, but Podesta, Podesta himself, which caused that delay in, in the October 4th release of the data dump. Very interesting. And of course, folks, uh, CanadaFreePress.com is where you can comment on that article that I have, uh, that Judy McCod so graciously posted and published. Now, before we get back to Mr. Trey Smith, I want to mention, of course, Portion Nice broadcast brought to you by AmericanSurvivalWholesale.com. Are you prepared for food? Are you prepared? Is your pantry full? AmericanSurvivalWholesale.com is the number one source for all of your long-term storable food needs. They've got some of the harder-to-find items there, the Thrive brand food line, that brand, non-GMO, non-hybrid food, uh, lasts for 25-plus years of shelf life. Folks, AmericanSurvivalWholesale.com. This is a Christian-owned, veteran-owned company. Good friends of the program. AmericanSurvivalWholesale.com for all of your long-term storable food needs. And please, ladies and gentlemen, get prepared for whatever eventuality might come. Supply disruption. Who knows? Whatever. Be prepared. That's AmericanSurvivalWholesale.com. Not another minute away from our guest tonight, Mr. Trey Smith, of course, God in a nutshell dot com. What a, again, what a, uh, well informed man, gracious man. Uh, Trey, and folks, you can find him on YouTube, a YouTube sensation and everything at his website from dinosaurs to current events to, I mean, biblical history to history being made right now. So, Trey, what's on your heart right now? What, you know, what would you like to talk about? We mentioned Russia. What's going on there? What's going on in the Middle East, and what's going on with Hillary and Russia, and all the accusations against Russia? What are we doing? Well, I mean, I, okay. well, I think it's important to know that, that this is something that has been so important to Hillary that she has uh, she has brought this topic up very boldly and extensively with the same different variations on the same rehearsed speech each time. That she's brought it up during the debates. I mean, she fits it in no matter what the question is about midway through the debates. Uh, she will, she will, she has figured out on all three occasions how to slip it in there, these three things. Cyber attack, right? And there's no good cause for her to be stating cyber attack because with that same thing, she's got to concede that she loses stuff. Right, left, and center. I mean, that's the stupidest thing you could possibly state if you're Hillary Clinton. Oh, by the way, I lose everything I get. I lose sensitive stuff. My emails and stuff always get hacked. <laughs> Vote for me. <laughs> Give me the nuclear codes, right? But yes, she's up there stating it, right? When she uh, so number one, she keeps stating cyber attack, and then that will go right into Russia did it, and then number three. It's Hillary Clinton herself who is stating to you, not once, not twice, but three times in three different debates, that she believes that Russia is going to cyber attack the elections. Why is she stating that? Why is it so important for her to state? You ever notice how bad people give up their own, particularly Hillary Clinton? Hillary, Hillary Clinton, and looking at Hillary's history, I mean, you could do... Oh my word! I I I I so hope that we we never have to ever have a conversation about her again after this because it's just it's just like talking about worthlessness. It's just one bad story after the next. That's all it is: stealing and shamming and all of it. That's my opinion, by the way, just to couch it legally. But the uh, uh, but but that's what she is, and 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 even bad people 
I wish I could state this on one of the documents. It's just not time, and I've got to be more concise than that. But on a radio show, I get you know, I, I you know, I, you know, to the bad guys, this looks embarrassing to even use Hillary Clinton as your bad guy. It, it's it's like asking for a rash on the rear end. Even if you were a bad guy and you want to do bad things, to use Hillary is just—it's embarrassing. And yeah, I'm on a practical note, this is a lady that wants to steal, but she is not happenstantially telling you that there's going to be cyber attacks. There's cyber attacks coming. They're coming from the Russians, so that's who we're intending to blame when it occurs. And uh, and 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 also, it's going to affect you. Like, come on, man. I mean, this is—it's almost too much. I mean, you just sit back and watch it, and the lady's like explaining to you, what, you know, what appears to be our bad plan. Is she setting us up? And I mean, is, is, is this part of maybe saying, it's you know what? Okay, yeah. Go ahead. No, but is she setting us up for uh, requiring us to to uh, question the legitimacy of the elections, as I had stated earlier? Well, I, you know, there's different speculations on what exactly, but, I mean, you know the three elements, Russia, cyber attack, and Hillary Clinton is the one telling you. She's the only person out there screaming that she's the one anticipating it. And she's the one that any, any legitimate or honest poll uh, would be, I, I mean, look, go, 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 look at actual, go look at her Facebook account. Even, with, even if you were to take it at face value, hers versus his. She's got 8 million, he's got 12, okay? And most of hers, anybody that's even halfway decent at, uh, at, at uh, uh, social media sites is going to look at the numbers she's got in a heartbeat and tell you that at least half of that is, is paid for Facebook likes. But let's just ignore that. Take it at face value. What I'm telling you, she can't pay for them as fast as he can get them legitimately. Go look at other other sites. Let's let's look at other lesser name lesser name sites like uh, Reddit, for example. One where you know neither party would you know they both have uh, Reddit official pages, right? Because they've got to be on all the social media stuff. So you're basically getting a spillover of fans and followers onto those pages, but you're not really putting marketing dollars there, like you, like you might with Facebook or with Twitter. Uh, who more people are going to look at. Here's my point. Go look at the Reddit number. Go look at the numbers on anything regarding social media. But in the case of Reddit, for him, you've got, what, 250,000, maybe 300, somewhere thereabouts. Okay, that's his official page. Organically, okay? Now now look at how many, Hillary for prison, okay? That's the official, uh, the official Reddit for Hillary for prison. That's at like 55,000, organically. Now look at Hillary Clinton's official one. It's at 24,000. Not only is she light years behind Donald Trump, but there are twice as many people that want her in prison than want her for president. Just on that alone. Just on that one alone. Then you have all of these little social media apps. Companies out of California who I've taken particular interest in who do polls. Some of these people have hundreds of thousands of daily users cycling through. And they run these polls. And these polls are different than the polls on your news screens, which not only are slanted if you read the fine print and understand the mathematics good enough. Anyway, they're always going to slant. You want it to be 10 points ahead, it's 10 points ahead. You want it to be 6 points ahead, it'll be 6 points ahead. It'll be whatever you want it to be, based on their very description of how they're doing the polling. 
if you're reading the text, the convoluted text about what, how they're doing their polling. On sample groups that are always something like a thousand, but then you read the text on that, you're going to find out that it's really more like 500 if they said a thousand because they've got to get the numbers to come out the way that they want. <laughs> but on uh, on something on something that's uh, on something that's doing actual that's doing actual polling. Uh, oh, oh, here's where I was going with that. See, we're pumping out news articles, more of that warfare on the mind that you're a racist, you're a bigot, and all these other things. If you were to vote for Trump, right, that's being broadcast like uh, to hypnotize you through the through the crystal balls, the TV screens. You're a racist, you're a bigot, don't vote for Trump. You're a racist, you're a bigot, don't vote for Trump. Yeah, so when you're calling people on the telephone, which is a 1950s way to do it, I'm sure they're going to be real thrilled to tell you their name, their address, and that they're voting for Trump. Whereas on an app that allows you to vote once a day or whatnot, you're going to come out at 70 points ahead, roughly, in every state. And that includes California and New York. Every That's time, whether you do it today, tomorrow, yeah. yesterday, last month, or a month from now. Nobody wants Hillary Clinton. You've got to be joking. You've got to be out of your mind. This is a crazy lady. That's in, in fact, when we did the Entities video, when, when I was putting together Entities, which, by the way, uh, it, that's a two-disc uh, set which covers front to back. There's no argument that the supernatural is real. But this lady, back back when I started putting that together, Hillary Clinton, you type in a cult, she was a poster child for it. I mean, you, could, you type in the word a cult and witchery, Hillary Clinton's face would come up. You yeah, there's so many, many <laughs> clips back then of Hillary Clinton doing all sorts of nonsense, just madness and craziness. She even look at old pictures of her eyes look crazy. One I mean, of the emails, a crazy-eyed old lady who is pumped full of Botox just so she, just to make her face look like it. It's, it's just to make her look like she's not the crypt keeper at the election debates. Look at actual photos of Hillary. You are dealing with an old, ragged, worn-out woman who has done. Evil and nefarious stuff for the whole entirety of her days. That is the summary of this woman's life story. She, she's like the wicked witch in one of the fairy tale things. That's what she is, and everybody knows it. But you, yes. I would type yes. in occult stuff. You, 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 of course, got those clips that uh, uh, that we use, and I'm lucky that we grabbed those way back when because all of that stuff got whitewashed off the internet. Where Hillary. Hillary's doing this, she's doing that, she's doing, and, you know, and Bill would always come out in the pot. My wife, she's back there, kicking doors, cussing, worshiping devils. She, yeah, I didn't oh, want to yes. do something bad to y'all, but... And I just want to say this, you've got that, you captured that, I believe, in your DVD, Entities, The Beginning. Did you not, or, or am I mistaken, or was I on one of your videos? I think that we not captured that, there wouldn't even be clips of, of anything like that on the Internet, because it, you know, that, that was one of the clips, and I wish that we would have captured one of the, one of the clips of Hillary, because I know okay. that we went through, that, we went through really dearly searching uh, for some of the clips that I had seen and remembered growing up. And all of that stuff, about the time she started uh, angling up for this presidential run, that stuff, that stuff began disappearing at lightning speed. We're getting whitewashed up the Internet is what, what was happening. I, I, I know for a fact that there was just batteries of it all over the place. You had Hillary, right. you know, inviting... You know, occult people to do, you know, she's doing Indian rituals, they're at the White House and some, I think, and she's, you know, she, she'd come out and, and batteries and stuff where she's talking to Eleanor Roosevelt. Yes. I mean, yes. this was, this was a running joke during uh, Bill's first term. Well, it wasn't a joke. 
but the uh, the media is fine, you know trying to lessen it because you had a lady in the White House that looked crazy as can be coming forth and telling you that she's apparently getting advice on how her husband's going to run the country based on spirits she's summonsing. Yes. You're yeah, right. let's give her the nuclear codes. There's That's more good, good cause. <laughs> and, and folks, this is tr- insanity. Tr- I mean, yeah. it's absolutely the fact we're even having a dialogue on on well, Hillary Clinton to be president is, is is proof that we definitely do not deserve anything good. <laughs> That's true. But the Lord is, uh, uh, you know, He's like a father. He very often gives us the good thing that we don't deserve, and, and every good gift is from above. Every and there have been so many lies. That, that's why it's so commonplace. You're talking about the media's earlier, and they, you know, they just pump out all these lies and stuff. These people, a lot of them, actually believe they're supposed to do that. That's what they learned in the universities. Yeah, that Darwin was king, and that we all came from. But they believe there's a monkey world. They believe all sorts of fictional stuff. That's you know, right. they, they believe the, the Planet of the Apes movies. Those are that's real history, man. They, I mean, I guess they watch those films and they believe it. You know, that's what happened. From the Hillary Clinton-style university professors. You, you, you really know. need a tie-dye yeah. t-shirt on the side of the beach, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, selling... Uh, Lord knows what they'd be selling, but, uh, you know, take the blue pill, man. The monkey world is real. Hello. Um, <laughs> well, my, my daughter had a very spirited discussion with uh, some uh, college types, shall we say, about evolution and uh, about Darwinism. And, and these people are rabid, uh, I mean, totally rabid in their beliefs in the religion of of uh, Darwinism, of, of evolution. It's just crazy. And people don't understand. It's a religion. It's not uh, a science. It's a religion. But... Uh, but I digress. There's but I, a, I, 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 I want look, man. Yeah. I, I want to tell you. I, I mean, I want to. I want to promote your DVDs, including entities. The beginning, uh, folks. Go to uh, GodInTheNutshell.com. Click on shop, and there see the products that Trey Smith has got. These are quality DVDs. I I, I love entities. The beginning. I do want to get. I want to graduate, uh, Trey. I want to get get your get your other uh, DVDs well, as well. Well, you're particularly so gonna that. like. Uh, you know, on that that particular. Uh, set it even it's not just supporting us it obviously does that but um, I, I don't think there's anything else like it and I and I would tell you this as well you uh, challenge that statement go over to YouTube and you, you can watch that's actually a two-disc set there was so much there was so much there look the supernatural just becomes a backdrop to a bigger story in those two DVDs there's, there's, there's nothing like it but challenge me on that statement go over to YouTube uh, but 30 minutes of both of them. They both have hundreds of thousands of views. Uh, and that's just, yeah, that's unusual. The, the, um, uh, well, nobody does 30 minute ads, but, uh, but I do because I want you to get the flavor of it. That even if you don't get it, you've kind of gotten the flavor of the thing. Uh, and if you want more, you can, you know, you can. It's well worth it, man. I'm, I'm, I can, I, I've got entities. Yes, I've got entities, and I'll tell you this. Two hours and, tw- I think it's two hours and 23 minutes or two hours and 30 minutes, roughly. It, a lot of information. It's something like that. Stuff. It's as much yeah. as we can pack in there, man. We, we, um, uh, we, we tried to just hit you with punch after punch on, on this stuff. And particularly this being October and a spiritual month, and a lot of people focus just on the dark stuff. And that would definitely be the Hillary end of the street. 
now we go a lot further than Hillary ever. You know, we, we're we're going to show it to you. We're going to show it. I mean, it's important to look at the stuff. Um, but those those DVDs. Let me let me tell you where you're going. This isn't uh, this isn't a Hollywood horror film. We're, we're, look, the Lord God views those demonic things as nothing. They're they're nobodies. They answer. Their king answers to our king. And um, um, here's here's the truth: is that the Christian is meant to walk in boldness and in power. And um, we we are, I tell you, there are angels in this place. There may be evil angels, but the angels of God are just. Uh, I, I uh, sometimes we can get so focused on the darkness, the dark stuff, the dark stuff. Uh, one of the nice things within that set is how little and insignificant that dark stuff looks as you get further into the. It, it really is. This life that we're living in, this is the greatest story ever told. And you are living in a subset of a much larger reality, one in which God, there is a king and God that is in charge. And there is all sorts of cool stuff, both in the world you can see, and much more so in the world that you cannot. And um, and this is part of Hillary's fundamental problem, in, in my view. And, and the precipice upon what's being posed to us as Christians in this country is that are, are we going to vote for uh, the precepts of our king, even with an imperfect man? A guy that, say, that has said words assuredly, just like everybody listening to this thing, and just like the pastors that are stating, oh, we're not going to vote for him. I already said something. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah pastor, because you've never done that. Um, God's been working with imperfect people the entire time, and I'll tell you, there's a there's a turnaround, and it's and it's not the, the turnaround is a, is a strong word. There's a light. There was a light inside this man Donald Trump when he was just building buildings and doing. There was a light in him that is different than others, which is why he's here right now. And I saw that the first time I saw him run in my spirit. I thought that man is supposed to be president. That's what I felt. That's what I felt the Lord wanted to do. Uh, but there's a light wow. in him. There's been even more so of a light in him in the last couple of months. And the type of people that he has put into his life, I find absolutely fascinating. And they're imperfect people, too. Just like every Christian is. If we were to actually see ourselves... I tell you, we would be in tears at how foolish that we look, and I and I know that about myself on a day-to-day basis, and I promise you the Lord can use me. I've, I've heard people say, well, Lord couldn't be using Donald Trump. I, I, if the Lord could use me, if he could use those 12 disciples, if he could use anybody in that Bible, he could definitely use Donald Trump. And, um, and I, I am You're praying... Right. Uh, that this man, this man is going to walk right into heaven. I will. T- I'm going to. I, I am praying that um, um, that he just he just keep on going with the Lord because um, I think we've got some ugly hours ahead. But I also believe that we have some very good hours ahead for Christians. That the um, our God is an awesome God. 
And there's a lot of fear out there. There's a lot of fear. A lot of fear that's pumped in. And it's, it's good to be informed of things. And it's good. Like these guys on the show, they're telling you about survival things. These are good things to have, even if you didn't think things were going to go bad, because that's what God would have us do, is prepare. That's what they, sure. That's what even the squirrels do. Sure. Right? That's what the birds do. They build that. So it's good to prepare and make sure that we, we, we have things for if a rainy day comes, because a rainy day will come. On the flip side of that coin, we were not born to have fear. And that extends to include if this little lady Hillary were to win. And the way that that would happen, the way that that would happen, because though you've got a jillion Christians out there that are hearing this is what God would like to do, and, and that seems fairly obvious to me. That man shouldn't be there. He should be, he's worked his life. He comes from a secular background. That, there's, there's, why is he out there defending Christians? Oh, you better mm-hmm. believe the Lord has him there. But we get to, we get to choose. We get to choose. And, yeah. uh, and I, you know, and I think this choice is critical, but even if, even if it, even if it was Hillary, Lord forbid. But even if it was, as Christians, we're supposed to walk straight through the fire like it wasn't even there. With a smile on our face while we do it. Because when you walk out of this place, and another thing that's in that entities is batteries. Just like I hit the the stuff on, just like it's not me that does it. Strike my word. Lord, forgive me for that. It's the Lord. The good parts of these videos are done by the Lord. The parts that are screwed up, or if you find, you know, that's, that's all me. Um, but where, one of the places we go is we, we're going to look at the place on the other side of this place. And I am telling you, once you find out what you, when you leave out of here, you do not lose consciousness. And you are stepping into a world that will make this when you'll wonder why you had to stay here as long as you did. And you're going to feel that. You're, you're not just going to see that and know that and witness that and hear a little. Uh, no, 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 no. That, that's not a. That's not a God in a nutshell video. God in a nutshell video. We're going to walk you into. You know, what's your what? I want you to know that you know that you know that even if they got the worst of the worst, and they got your head down on a post, and it's about to get grisly, you're about to walk into glory, my friend. I, I, uh, and those aren't just words. That's a fact. And the more that you know that fact, um, I want I want you to have evidence for that. And um, uh, this this woman Hillary, in, in all probability, by the by the actual polls, yes, Trump should win. For her to win, something nefarious would have to occur. She cannot win legitimately. There is right. no. I look. I come from a heavy math base. I've had the right kind of people look at all this stuff. There is no legitimate way for so you, you can you can show me electoral college maps on a screen and you can make anyone red or blue that you want. I'm talking about an actual mathematics. There is no mathematical way that a lady who can't fill up a gymnasium sells more tickets than the rock star who's at the top of the billboards. That just doesn't happen. That's just the way. It's just reality. Um, can it be cheated? Yeah, it can. And the way that that occurs is if Christians, if Christians decide not to awaken, if Christians decide, because who votes for Hillary is not the Democrat, 
who votes for Hillary is the Christian that decides to stay home. They are the ones. Well said. In my view. Well said, That's Trey. We, we we got about we got look. We got about thirty seconds left of, of, of or about a minute left of this hour. May, may we impose upon you to stay one more segment, or do you have time constraints? You got time? Yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and do it, man. Oh, it man. Good. You, you know what? Uh, you. Uh, what a blessing it is to have Trey Smith as our guest. His website, GodInAnutshell.com. Folks, like him on his Facebook page. Follow, follow him on social networking and subscribe to his YouTube, YouTube channel yes, and watch yes. the videos that he has put together, his insights, the oh, research that he's done, stuff. the biblical insights, and he does a fantastic job uh, in, in these videos of putting together a presentation, a, a biblical and scriptural presentation yep. as to why things we see happening in this day and age are happening and the reasons behind those. And, folks, you're not going to... Once you start watching some of those videos, if you're like me, you're going to get hooked. Man, I'm going to tell yeah. you, uh, here in the office, we do have Trey Smith's videos playing. Jackie started... In fact, she was looking at one earlier today. She said, you're going to have this guy on tonight. And she said, yeah. Oh, uh, boy, I can't wait for that. So she's uh, hanging around the studio here. Again, Trey Smith, GodInTheNutshell.com, agreed so graciously to spend another segment with us. Folks, hang right where you're at. Uh, going to be right back. And, again, don't forget, folks, a saddle for battle. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this final hour on this edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report Friday. This segment, we are joined by Trey Smith, his website, GodInAnutshell.com. And folks, subscribe to his YouTube channel, that is Trey Smith. Uh, the God in a Nutshell Project was founded by Trey Smith. It's a documentary-style news and information source, and it... Um, deals with a number of uh, interesting topics from world news, Israel, the ancient past, discoveries, science, and prophecy. Uh, he's got a number of fantastic videos and presentations on there, and this guy knows how to capture an audience. Uh, Trey, we have you for the next uh, roughly 25 minutes. I'm going to turn this over to you. And I want you to hit on and, and give the audience a message of what you think is the most important uh, as we move through these, this next time period. From the elections, uh, we've heard talk that there could be you know, civil unrest if Donald Trump wins, also if Hillary wins, the possibility of an economic collapse if Donald Trump wins. And at the same time, we know that we have our Lord and Savior, and we should not be filled with a spirit of fear. Instead, we should understand what's coming based on what the Scriptures say and be prepared for it spiritually more so than any other type of preparation. Where would you like to start in this segment? Well, I, I, uh, I, can't, I, I can't emphasize enough that there... Um, I, I talked to so many... Christians during the time that uh, you know, okay, first of all, that that 
Trump prophecy video that went up. Um, and that thing has several million views on it. And I, I don't think that's just because it's got a wonderful title or something. You know, it, it's my belief on this end of the phone that the Lord guides these things. <laughs> that being stated, and that's just my view on it, but the, um, on, on that particular, uh, on that particular thing, I started putting that together when there were, I, I think there were 15 guys or 17 guys, 17 people, 15 people, something like that. A bunch of, there was a whole cast of them. I can't remember how many there were. And, um, and, and the, the medias were, were running, were continuously running. That, uh, you know, I mean, this was a big joke that this man, Donald Trump, this was their view. Uh, that was not what I was hearing. Uh, now, I, I started putting that together when, uh, not long after, he announced that he was going to win, and I sort of put that together little by little. Um, the uh, that, that tape actually got released two days after the first debate, so that, that tape up there, and, and it was at the last minute, guys. It was, I, I'm telling you, I was, that thing was uploaded, one of the last things it lets you do, well, they're on YouTube, so you, you upload the thing. And um, and then you, you put your title in there, and I had a completely different title in mind. It was just going to say Trump prophecy or something like this. But it was at that I, I was about to type that, and that's even what I told people I was going to call it. But right when I did, it was like I just typed in Trump the coming landslide, and I um, uh, I just felt so comfortable in my in my spirit about that. But that comfort was largely in part due to the fact that I, I had just heard this so much. And so many elements that are, uh, and that's the thing, you can go watch it in its entirety for free. I mean, that's not a, uh, to, in fact, most of the God in the Nutshell stuff, I would note that for, uh, very much for the record, for, you know, when you're looking at something like the entities thing or, you know, we've, you know, Jurassic or some of these other things, the key elements, we're, we're not going to hide. There's nothing, there's nothing that's going to concern your salvation that, you know, we're, we're going to charge you for. You want to see some extra weird stuff or some, uh, here's the, where the really weird skulls are or, the, you know, this kind of thing. And, you know, from our view, you can, you can figure out how to, you know, how to come up with $20 for that. Honestly, though, we give a lot of this stuff away. I, I can't think of, uh, 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 but, but there's nothing, uh, uh, there's nothing ever going to be about your salvation or something, uh, as important as what, you know, I felt, and I think a lot of other people felt about this Trump thing. We wanted that entire thing to be up there where you could just get to it. And it's also, not just littered with ads either. You'll notice that about our stuff as well. It's some of this you you go onto YouTube or these other sites, and it's just um, uh, you know there's an ad at the beginning, but the, but uh, um, you know it's it's not just every five minutes. Uh, there's with that Trump video, you can sit back on your couch and not worry about a second Nike ad or something like that popping up. It. Uh, is taking you through uh, many, many of prophecies uh, from uh, from Christians, and uh, some of them Christians that uh, are important. In fact, uh, Tim Clement, and this is a man that's uh, sort of like Trump. You'll find you'll find that the Christians will badmouth you quicker than the atheists will. Amen uh, to that. They, they just do. 
mistake. I, you know, I, I think some of that is, um, well, I won't get into that, but there's a lot of bad-mouthing each other in Christianity because this one wasn't perfect enough or that one wasn't perfect enough or this one screwed up here. These people uh, are not Jesus. They're people that are trying to listen to the Lord. And um, uh, I felt like I was supposed to honor Ken Clement. I felt that stronger than I felt anything about making a video for Trump. That was what I really felt from the Lord. And it just so happened that uh, the prophecy tape that I had from Kim Clement uh, revolved around, uh, uh, appeared to revolve around um, this man, Donald Trump. Um, and I also found it fascinating some things that were going on in Tim Clement's life. Uh, at exactly that time, this man suffered um, a... Um, uh, he, he, uh, he had a stroke. And, um, uh, and this is uh, about a year and a half ago, something like this. Now, at this point, he had a stroke. And um, I, I began to look at this, and right before he had that stroke uh, was when he gave this particular prophecy. But also, during the time of this particular prophecy, you find Kim Clement having these conversations with uh, men like Chuck Missler, like where he's expressing that he's, you know, I've always loved the Lord so much. And you can see that with Kim going all the way back to the beginning of his ministry, but questioning some of the theological things that he uh, had had believed. In looking at the Sun's blog site, which is a little harder to find, um, there was a portion. There was a portion on there where the Sun wrote, and this isn't on the official site. This is on the the, the Sun's pages. Uh, I, I believe. And um, he says that Kim, if I remember correctly, had told him a date, and Kim was crying, and that the Lord wasn't going to let him speak again for a while on a date. And when that date came, the, uh, it got worse. And um, uh, now at the point we're having this call, it's my understanding uh, that he's having a uh, a recovery that is in, that is incredible, and um, I just truly felt I'm I'm, I'm not going to go further on Kim Clement at, at this moment on this call, but I will share this with you. There's some things I'd like to share later, um, but um, I really felt like the Lord told me to honor this man. And that just so happened to also include uh, supporting who I believe will become the next president of the United States, Donald Trump. Uh, and I would tell Christians, yes, he's imperfect. Yes, I'm imperfect. Uh, now, the guys that I'm doing the interview with right now, uh, 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 Joe and the Hackmans, uh, they're not, but I'm talking about the rest of us, um, are imperfect. But people that are seeking the Lord, yes, the Lord would have you fight for your freedoms. This this country was founded 
by imperfect Christians with a lot of occult guys in here too. There were a lot of occult guys. You're going to find plenty of that. The occult guys are always there. Oh, yeah. There's always a snake in the garden. Even back in the garden, there was a snake in the garden. So yes, the occult people were here, but this nation was founded, and I'll be wearing red on the day I go out and vote. And I would ask you to wear red too. And that's not for Republican in my case. That might be what it stands for, but uh, but I'm wearing red because that's the color of the blood of the Christians who laid down their lives so that we could have these freedoms that they are asking us to give away for free. And I, for one, cannot give away for free what other people were willing to die for. So I will be we'll out there and I'll be wearing a red shirt that day. And there's quite a few things people can do to monitor these exit polls. And you can expect all sorts of shenanigans. You're in the hour of shenanigans. And darkness is desperate, like a trapped animal. And that applies even if Hillary were to win. It's still a trapped animal. Its end is at hand. The end of darkness is at hand. Of course, it's going to be vicious. Hillary Clinton's in this world a dime a dozen. She's an occultic old lady that hates everybody. She doesn't even know what she would do with it if she did win. I mean, it's just, I mean, that, that's the funny thing about evil people. They have no joy. They, they look like the life is sucked out of them. I mean, look at, look at pictures of Bill and Hillary. They look like the Crypt Keepers. And the what, reason what, why... Yeah, why? Why? I mean, well, is that demonic or... Well, you know, look, evil people, well, yeah, I mean, it's a spirit working through them, but they don't, I mean, how can they possibly, look, I've never met any wicked person that's happy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. That's the strength, the joy, as Christians, we forget that, and that applies even if Hillary wins. Look, man, we're just, we're just pastors through this place. If Hillary were to get to running for a minute, so be it. I mean, that's the best it'll ever get for her. But she's not even going to get that. Let me share one other thing with you. Do we have time for it? We do. We do. Go ahead, sir. Okay. So here's the deal. Um, here's the thing. Is that another reason I don't think Hillary is going to become president. Uh, is that she already, she already, she already asked this before the Lord before, and he said no to her. Now, when Bill first became president, when Bill first became president, it's my understanding, he went and he prayed with one of the law, I can't remember if it was Bill Graham or who was one of the big name guys. And he was concerned about, uh, as I understand it, uh, sex issues out there in Arkansas. Big shock with Bill, huh? Well, uh, the Lord had told him, you're, you're gonna become president, but you are to defend Israel. Well, now, Bill probably would have done that because he's just a good old boy from Arkansas that was probably thrilled to death to be there. But uh, Hillary, uh, you, you got Ahab and Jezebel, and you got uh, you know, Jezebel back there, push, push. anybody that remembers those years just remembers that she was terrifying. That's why Bill looks bad is because he's married to Hillary. I feel bad for Bill. I, I tell you what, I, I, you know, I, I hope Bill makes it to heaven because he's already endured. I, I mean, he's had to live with Hillary. Uh, so, but anyhow, she, she, uh, she gets in some kind of a beef with Netanyahu. 
who was then the Prime Minister of Israel, I think, was his uh, role at that, that point. Uh, uh, so what she decides is to use U.S. tax dollars to fight Netanyahu being reelected in Israel. What she decides she's going to do is use your tax dollars. Why she's doing that anyway, I don't know, but this is uh, what she decided to do. Well, so then uh, Netanyahu does lose. Now, guess what the name of the guy was that they funded to run against him? You'll never guess. That guy's name was Barack. Okay. Ehud Barak. Ehud Barak. Netanyahu is now restored in Israel. He's now the president of Israel. And uh, Hillary Clinton, when she ran for president, she would have been a shoe-in because people were, the 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 media had done a great job, and and Bush certainly did himself no favors. They were definitely going to vote Democrat, and it would have been Hillary had this senator that nobody knew come right out of thin air. Imagine Hillary Clinton's shock that she got beat out of her life dream the first time by a no-name senator named Barack. No, sir. I don't think it's in the cards for Hillary Clinton to become president. Interesting. Interesting. And I think she already asked the Lord this once, and he said no to her. She's like the... uh, uh, she's like the straight dog that just keeps coming back. <laughs> and then it tries to bite your hand if you try and feed it. Yeah. Um, wow. Uh, the, uh, well, what, about, what about her? i, I got to ask you this, and, and I apologize, but I, I want to get a lot in before you, before you have to cut your loose. Uh, what about her health issues? I, I'm sure, well, I know you've, you've been covering that. You know, when they... Uh, uh, when, when they kind of uh, 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 push her in the van there, you know, on nine eleven, that she had her issues, and uh, what's going on with her health? And oh man, who knows? I mean, it's an old woman full of demons. I mean, I you know, um, yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, she shouldn't be there to begin with, but you know, there, there's just another the list of. Re- I mean, you're going to elect a lady that can't get in the van on her own. Yeah, and, and what's even more fascinating is the other people don't grab her terribly fast, and that's because <laughs> any, any report that comes from, even when the Clintons were back in the White House, uh, you know, she has no respect for black people. She, uh, you, you want to, you know, talk about racist remarks and type Hillary Clinton in with any of that stuff. I mean, she, uh, she just littered with this. She treats the people that are trying to help her poorly. And that probably plays a role in why they don't grab hold of her real fast when she's wobbling her way to the van, the lady that wants to be the wobbly woman that can't get in the van on her own and wants to cuss and spit at you and go summon who's the spirit of Eleanor, I suppose, if I'm understanding her properly and hates all Americans. And this um, <laughs> is the hell that wants to, it. It's got Russia pushed the limit with a threatening nuclear war. Whatever it is, that you know, they don't want the creepy old woman in there, the crypt keeper. They don't want her so bad that they're, they're actually stating she's worried about global warming. They're explaining it will be globally warmed, apparently, if she gets in there. So, I mean, what what, it, what is it about kooky old lady Hillary that has got the Russians thinking if she's there, the only solution 
is to point weapons the direction of the country she's in. I mean, Very this interesting. Is, I mean, yeah. this is just stupid. That the entire thing is. Uh, uh, where I tell you what, guys, this is. I mean, the way I would want to end the show and go out is just to say, we're you know we're praying for a parting of the Red Seas, and God has a sense for the dramatic. He's just cool like that. He's you know he's fly. I mean, if if Trump were ahead in all the polls and all this other stuff, you would expect it. You know. Uh, it would, you know, it, it wouldn't be, I mean, there's, there's something about the struggle and the worry and the concern and all of these other things, and will it happen? It, uh, you know, God, he's got a sense for the dramatic, he, you know, uh, you've got a David and Goliath fight, okay? You've got a David and Goliath fight, and Goliath is always going to look real big. He's going to look big and scary and mean, and he really does want to take your head off. And so do the Philistines behind him. Now, David, when he saw, let's take David, for example, because David's one of those guys that God should have never used because, you know, David slept with a man's wife and uh, basically murdered the husband, had him put on the... So, um, uh, and same thing with Samson. He fell for all Delilah's tricks. And let us not forget Abraham, the father of faith, uh, uh, who lied not once but twice, amongst other things. Uh, and pretty, pretty, pretty much everybody in your entire Bible, actually, except for Daniel. Nothing bad is mentioned about Daniel. Uh, but in the case of David, what David could have done, what David could have done, and what I'm sort of hearing out of a lot of Christians, David could have easily looked at Saul and thought to himself, you know, that's just not a king that's perfect. I, I'm certainly not going to back that guy or go out of my way and do any effort because he's there. Or David could have looked at the army. You know, that's an imperfect point. You know, I think there were probably even some guys in there that a while back used some foul language at some point. You know what the largest problem with the army was, though? No, what's that? They were cowards. Mm. David, David went out there before the giant and that but they would not become cowards in the end the Philistines ran from that that Israeli requires a break and a re- an awakening within the church and that's what many voices including you guys on this Hagman and Hag which all of us are crying out for an awakening yes an awakening yes. from the lies even the atheist wants that yes he doesn't know what he wants but we all the Lord is calling for all of us open your eyes a sleeper the uh, uh, what David knew is that you had a giant that was cursing and mocking at the Lord God and that's all David saw and we know the rest of that story and how it ended and the poll numbers look real bad I assure you <laughs> yes so, but God's got a sense for the dramatic, and I, you know, and uh, uh, I believe that there's a sigh of relief coming, and that yeah, that comes with it its own uh, burdens as well, because really, in a sense, that's a larger test, which is part of the reason that I believe the Lord is 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 doing it. Um, 
Interesting. The, uh, the smaller test is actually yeah. Hillary because if you got Hillary, everybody would take, uh, you know, they, they used to have an old Simpsons cartoon, I think it was, uh, where the world was going to end and suddenly everybody from the bar ran into the church and all the people from the church ran into the bar. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the, the Christians, the Christians tend to do the most under, under suffering, under, uh, oppression. When the Hillary Clintons come in and the Belshazzars and we're going to press you, we're taking your rights away. Everybody gets real serious. <laughs> it's when the prosper comes and the Lord's intent, just like a good father, he wants to give you the thing. You know, you know the kid wants to, uh, he wants to, every good gift is from the father above. And we have the choice how to use it. If we get something good, we tend to do the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. And, yep. the, and, and the wrong thing is to say, oh, thank goodness that threat is gone. Let's go back to our evil ways. I, I had um, someone important to me point this out the other day. You know, you were you were praying real real hard beforehand, and this was about a, uh, a completely separate issue. You're praying the Lord real 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 hard beforehand, and then when you, you got what you asked for, you were relieved, and you didn't say thank you as hard as you prayed to get it. And uh, so when the Lord talks about a bride and a remnant, uh, I think it's important that beforehand, the nervousness that we have and the uncertainty, and Lord, will you really pull through for us? When he Mm. gives this to us, which I'm pretty fairly certain he is going to, the largest challenge is to continue to say, say, Lord, I want a relationship with you, and I, want, I, I just want to walk right out of this place into glory, and I want to be a good servant, whether the hours are good or whether they're dark. And ahead, you've got both coming. Yes. So that's my opinion on that. My brother, you've you've actually uh, th- thank you for extending your time with us. We were actually at the uh, at the bottom of the bottom of the hour, and we we just we, we just thank you for your graciousness and for your gift of time and and to to share the microphone with a, with a man of of uh, your popularity on YouTube and on the internet. It's been an honor, I must say, uh, Trey Smith. Uh, now, well, we do hope that after the election, sometime you can come back and join us and uh, give us your thoughts and. Uh, We'll have something perhaps different to talk about or expand upon what you already have. And, and maybe we can even get into uh, your, your DVD on the Book of Enoch as well. I, I love that uh, DVD, and I'll be ordering that uh, this weekend. But, uh, I, I tell you what, thank you, guys. You, uh, right, guys, the honor is on this end. and. Uh, you know, we're we're all just people here, and I think we're and, and I'd love to do that. That sounds that sounds wonderful, you. But um, uh, we're in an important time, and I I really feel strongly that we uh, very much do the right thing on this show and focusing on uh, you know this is serious. So it, um, uh, it it requires it it, it demands uh, attention. A- amen, that. brother. Amen. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Godinanutshell.com. Trey Smith, thank you, sir, so much for your time. We're going to cut the break, and uh, God bless you. And you, again, just, just again, thank you so much for, for your gift of time. Folks, that was uh, Trey Smith. You know him, of course, a familiar voice uh, on the Internet, 
on the radio. What a great guy. What an interesting guy, too. Interesting perspectives. And, and he said something moments ago. You know, you, you pray hard to get something. Do you, do you thank as hard? Do you thank God as hard after you receive it, perhaps? That's interesting. Interesting. You know it inherently, but when you hear it, it, it just reminds you. Again, Trey Smith, GodInTheNutshell.com, his, uh, uh, post on his Facebook. Let him know you heard him on the Hagman and Hagman Report. Uh, give him a, a, a boost up. We like to do that with our guests. Give him a boost up and certainly uh, check out all of his uh, DVDs and his postings on, on his website, GodInTheNutshell.com. But, uh, uh, Trey Smith, God in a Nutshell on Facebook. Let him know you heard. He's got a posting about our show. Let him know you heard him. You heard, you heard him on our show. And, and yeah. let him know you appreciate, uh, his time because we certainly do. Folks, you're listening to the Hagman Hagman Report. We're going to be right back. Stay right where you're at. More after this. Welcome back, folks, to the final segment of the Hagman and Hagman Report on this week. What a week it was. I want to thank each and every one of you for um, your support and for listening to us. You know, your gift uh, your gift of time to us is important as well. We often thank and always thank our guests, but, you know, you invest three hours of your time every weeknight or whatever you manage to, to um, eke out. And we thank you for joining us, and thank you for staying with us, and thank you for listening to us. And um, I want to thank Sandra H. Uh, for your your generous contribution to the Hagman and Hagman Report. And I want to thank each and every one of you who have uh, have helped support us. And, and as I said, we're a listener-supported show. We do have advertisers. We do. Uh, but we're, we're, we're really trying to grow. And this is such a time... Um, We've got a million things we want to do. Now that's, that's, that's an overstatement. Of course, we've got a whole bunch of things we want to do and a lot of people we want to help and a lot of initiatives we want to start, work on and complete. We have so many things, so many things. And, and of course, central to that is, is the biblical worldview in which we want to get better at. We want to not only get better at, but, but, um, have the opportunities to, uh, have better penetration with, uh, among other countries or with, with other countries and with other people. And it was just uh, so blown away too. And, 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 and I'll we'll move on after this, but, um, I, I've heard from people in, uh, by mail who sent, who sent mail. And I'm going to start bringing, and I've decided this, I'm going to start bringing, uh, some of the mail that we get to the studio. I'm going to bring it in, uh, into the studio or to the office into the studio here. And, uh, referencing it on air because some of the comments is so gracious each and every one of you and we read every piece of mail we read every email we can't respond to everything but many people for example said hey can you have Trey Smith on here we go and we've got a number of others who have asked for specific people on and we are attempting we're doing our best to get that and that leads me to thank John Robertson one more time for his efforts and JD for his efforts as well. Everybody that really makes up the Hagman and Hagman report, thank you uh, from the bottom of my heart. 
and from the bottom of the lady's heart as well. Um, I want to mention, too, uh, Maria Canis, her book, Prepare for Persecution. Now, she didn't ask me to, to do this at all. Maria Canis is such a, just such a wonderful lady. Uh, she, she has refined her book, uh, Prepare for Persecution. And, and, and she, she doesn't make much. I mean, she does not make much. Yeah. If, if, uh, I, I just love to, to, if, if everyone could, uh, um, get a, get a copy of her book, Prepare for Persecution. If you already own one, get another one and, or maybe give it away as, as a, a Christmas gift. Um, I'd like to see her book soar. Really, I really would. Plus, it would give her some much needed financial relief as well. And that's, uh, prepare for persecution, Maria Canise. She's just a, such a dear lady and such a, a, a warm lady. And lastly, I want to, <clears throat> excuse me, I want to say thank you. <clears throat> I want to say thank you to, uh, Global Star Radio Network. Thank you so much for everything you do. You are so much appreciated by our staff and by everyone here and uh, CanadaFreePress.com. Thank you for what you do. Judy and Mark now um, heading up the audio-video section of Canada Free Press and Canada Free Press uh, Radio. So thank you as well, folks. And if you haven't done so already or haven't done so, don't forget, on CanadaFreePress.com, I've got two articles, one about the Pentagon Papers and uh, the WikiLeaks. That's one article. And the second article is about the, uh, and it's at the top of the page, and uh, that's about the WikiLeaks-Assange-Clinton connection. If you can see to it, to, to just comment on that. And, I mean, if not, that's fine, but if you can't see to it. And I think I have that posted on my personal uh, uh, Facebook page. So if you can share that as well, because it, it, the exposure it needs exposure, and, and the good folks at Reddit, so, uh, some of those uh, posters, my goodness, they're investigators. You know, I mean, oh, seriously, yeah. man, they, they they've taken wow. and filled in the jobs of of the mainstream media journalist or so-called journalist, Move over, me. Uh, yeah. as the citizens of this country who are paying attention and engaged on the internet have become the true investigative journalist. Now, before we, we move on, I want to make sure I hit this one piece of news. Sure. As it is important, it's something that happened two days ago. It's been overlooked, and it's something that hopefully I'll have a article up by the weekend uh, or Monday at the latest, as I have uh, put in a few articles together in the last week, and a few of those are on the website. But uh, this went right under our noses. Updating our plan counter violent extremism at home. On October 19th, Wednesday, the administration issued new strategic guidelines on federal efforts to counter violent extremism at home. Yep. The plan incorporates many lessons learned over years from working hand-in-hand with local communities and lays the groundwork for years to come. The strategic implementation plan to empower local partners and to prevent violent extremism in the United States is an 18-page PDF that lays out the plan to help ensure that our nation remains vigilant in preparing and preventing terrorists from recruiting and radicalization um, and radicalizing Americans to violence. They go on to talk about over the past several years, they've seen the threat of violent extremism evolve from ISIS uh, attempting to inspire violence and through the internet and social media being the number one tool for radicalization. So what they've done 
2016 in January, they put together the Counter Violent Extremism Task Force to harmonize the domestic efforts and ensure an integrated public health, education, and other disciplined approach. They've partnered with local communities and are conducting productive diagnostics with tech companies on how to address terrorist activities online. Now, when they say countering, uh, continuing, uh, with local communities for productive dialogues and, con- and teaming up with tech companies on how to address uh, terrorist activities online. They're talking about pre-crime. They also go on to cite that they've taken more proactive measures against terrorist actors by suspending accounts associated with uh, enacting a zero-tolerance policies for terrorist activities on their platform, although they don't define what constitutes terrorist activities. That's you and As I, people. Outlined in the plan, they focus on four primary areas, research and analysis. They say the U.S. government plans to prevent violent extremism from rigorous enhanced uh, evidence-based research and analysis, uh, full, fully federal-funded research, they say shed lights on many topics, and the further research will allow advance in this program. Two, engagement and technical assistance. By building trust with a wide range of communities and stakeholders, they say that this has allowed them to uh, tackle the concern of violent extremism together and move forward, finding new ways to support local partners. Number three, interventions. Uh, communities across the country continue to develop intervention approaches. The federal government will aim to support these efforts when requested and if appropriate. And finally, communications and the digital strategy. The White House will continue to take steps in various ways to address violent extremists' use online of online platforms to promote violence. They're also committed to communicating with stakeholders to ensure that they understand the full range of federal resources available to them. Now, there are a few documents. One uh, from October 2016, Strategic Implementation Plan for Empowering Local Partners to Prevent Violent Extremism in the United States. They also have a cybersecurity uh, document as well as... Um, you can go back and look at these different strategic implementation plans from 2013, 2014, 15, and 2016. They also update it by month. Now, this is just one uh, document or uh, strategy from one agency attempting to further preventing violent extremism. Now, not, I've read this PDF once, and I've been going back through it to... Uh, highlight what's important you know what's interesting to point out that they do mention in here about violent extremism is how the uh, technical aspect of online uh, about online and how the internet has allowed terrorists and violent extremists to espouse narratives of an us of an us against them individual exclusion attitude and they say that they can intervene in this type of hostile relationships uh, as, with the government and work on public discourse to change the us versus them narrative. They're going to aim to decrease exclusion and isolation, including encouraging civic engagement, empower potential partners, and demonstrate inclusive com- uh, communities as the strongest front against violent extremism. They also talk about how 
they're as I said, they're going to adopt specific needs uh, for uh, online indicators uh, as people uh, become radicalized in their own words. And the local uh, partnerships that they're going to, they're going to continue to build community partnerships with local state law enforcement and other agencies. They're going to support design implementation of these local frameworks from the DHS to DOJ being involved in your local government and local jurisdictions. It's a federalization of localized and uh, municipal and state police forces. They're going to continue to integrate and build off of existing programs and partnerships as appropriate, like the See Something, Say Something program. Stranger Uh, danger. Yeah, yeah. And they're going to increase their Internet presence, infiltrating and monitoring uh, online content in all areas of the Internet, whether it's news, whether it's sports. They're going to make sure that nothing is left out. They want to, they, they basically state that they have jurisdiction over everything. It also includes, uh, and this is what's interesting, they're going to, uh, through the collaboration of the task force on the technical side, they're going to, uh, basically make lists of people that they will then target for uh, a follow-up. Uh, they're going to call these people at-risk individuals. And they say that what they're going to do is uh, collaborate with local law enforcement and other uh, spec- sectors of society that deal with these kind of things, caseworkers, um, municipalities. But they're going to have a preemptive approach when they see self-destructive behaviors and other uh, mental and behavioral health red flags through faith-based partnerships and other non-governmental organizations. Basically, the community working as a whole to tell on each other if you don't like the way somebody's acting in a certain day or their mood. And soon that's coming to a globalization. A global and right, this uh, is a very vague... Uh, that is... But but that's the United States. And not only that, they go on to talk here about developing uh, uh, the process of disengaging the targeted individual from society for rehabilitation programs and purposes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. by the criminal justice sector, even though no crimes may be committed. You know, this is getting, too, uh, as well, this is getting into hate speech. And the, the criminality of speech. Now, I just want to interject something here because this kind of is a nice segue into this. In the Netherlands last month, now, I don't know how many people are aware of this. There's a woman by the name of uh, uh, Rafi. Let me see here. I'm going to get this correct, the name as well as the first and last name. Well, you're looking at Rafi Chohan. She stood trial for statements she made during a speech she gave at a demonstration back in 2015 in the Netherlands. Here's what's happening over here. What Joe just mentioned, the pre-crime, the pre-thought crime, the uh, the organization, the federalization of the municipal uh, uh, agencies, as well as the see something, say something, and, and let's rally people together, is the globalization it's a globalization process that will bring 
for example, European laws into the United States. I know it sounds weird, but this is opening the doors for for things like what happened to this Rafi uh, Trohan, who who made a speech back in November 2015 in the Netherlands and simply said, uh, well, she gave a 15-minute speech, but some of her offending remarks would, were uh, the Islamization of the Netherlands has already begun, supported by the Dutch government and the EU. Okay, that that, that was hate speech, according to the Netherlands. And, and there's several more. I'm not going to get into all of them. Without Islam, the Netherlands would be a fantastic country, and so on. All right, the massive inbreeding in the Islamic culture inflicts irreparable damage on Muslims. Um, now, that statement was not used against her, but others similar were. The bottom line is she was fined uh, 800 pounds. She's not a rich woman. But see, that I, I guess I, the reason I wanted to bring it up right now is that is coming to this country. In Canada, it's it's actually illegal to make certain statements, hate speech, under the hate speech laws. Uh, you can be civilly fined. We are located in the United States, so we are, when we're heard in Canada, or the Netherlands, we're not necessarily subject to the laws of that country, and we are heard in the Netherlands. So we're with, we've got some insulation there, but if I were to go, or Joe were to go to the Netherlands, give a speech, we could be fined as this woman was and found guilty and then made to pay a fine, uh, of course made to pay a fine. This is what that paper, that, even though it's a domestic paper, it is grabbing on to the, latching on to the globalist ideology that is of the Clintons. It's of the Soros and the Kissingers and even the Bushes to, to bring us all under this global governance. And as Joe mentioned, hate speech, pre-crime, there it is. Yeah. This is what we're facing. Go ahead, sir. And, and one of the last things I want to talk about as I skim through this, um, the two things. One, it is not just a... Uh, domestic uh, partnership, a federal partnership, it is also an international partnership and that they're going to use a digital knowledge base along with, uh, you know, not only the Department of State and the White House, but other interna- both domestic and international organizations uh, including those within the private sector and the media through integrating technology solutions. They want to develop and implement a coordinated communications and media strategy regarding countering violent extremism. They talk about being able to use uh, communications and the media to ensure the U.S. government has a mutually supportive voice and that they're going to... Uh, they say in one of, one of these objectives, they're going to engage university students and allow them to earn an academic credit by creating narratives on social media that challenge violent extremist recruitment. So basically, they're going to allow people to create false narratives in order to counter the violent extremism recruitment, and at the same time, I bet people who respond to those uh, created narratives will be put on some kind of list. And... uh Basically, this just expands on what we already knew was in place, but the one takeaway from this that I've seen just from skimming through it is the expansion of the, uh, uh, of this plan into all 
aspects of our society. Public-private partnerships, local businesses, uh, you know, agencies within the government from the IRS, Department of Agriculture, uh, just every, every and anywhere you are that's a government office, even the DMV, if they see or suspect something suspicious, they can involve this countering violent extremism task force uh, or a post on social media. And then you never know who might be at your door when you hear it knocking. Um, and that's coming. That one other coming. thing I wanted to make sure I talked about, and I really didn't want to mention this. No, so now we're going to mention it's it. kind of it's just kind of out there, but the huge deal that was made about the leaked Donald Trump tape uh, locker room talk tape. Why didn't you want to mention that? Well, I want I didn't want to mention this. Did you see what Madonna? Yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And, and is that illegal or what? Madonna I mean, has offered oral sex yes. for anybody who votes for Hillary Clinton. And uh, excuse my my language and, and the topic matter here. Yeah. Madonna no. made an offer on Monday night pledging to give oral sex to people who voted for presidential candidate Hillary Clinton. You know, I, 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 mean, I got to tell you, I wouldn't even take that offer. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it's just no who would? way. But unfortunately for those who were hoping to Am take the offer, that? if there were those out there who, who wanted to take her up on this offer, it is illegal because under uh, U.S. law, U.S. Code bars the exchange of payments for a vote under Title oh, under Title 52 though. of the U.S. Code. It says that uh, the you cannot, uh, you shall be fined, uh, or imprisoned for changing, uh, money, goods or services in order to get, uh, yes, I, look, 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 it's just patently ridiculous. Look, it's obviously, it's illegal, but, but number one, it's illegal to have exchange to anything of value for a vote. It's, but, but, but here's the point from this. But listen, no, no, here, wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Here's the point for this. You gotta be kidding me. The, the, the smut, the absolute crusty smut perversion from the Democratic Socialist left. Right. Cause that's okay. Well, when this is exhibit is okay. But a, a, a 16 year old or 11 year old tape about Donald Trump talking derogatory in, in, in a sexual context about women is just so bad that the first lady, you know, can't stop shaking uncontrollably and crying as she invites rappers to the White House that same day. I'm going to have to Ooh. find my safe space for, after hearing that, <laughs> after hearing uh, Madonna's thing. I mean, it's just absolutely unbelievable, the hypocrisy. And it's only going to continue to get worse as we are so close for uh, to the election. Even Joe Biden said how he wants to punch him off. Yeah, have a beat up Trump. I wish I could take Trump behind the gym and beat him up. You know, but this is okay. Huh, I'm sure the, that is right. Yeah, it's okay coming from the left. It's yeah. terrible. It is, uh, you know, un just absolutely absurd coming from Donald Trump. Now, uh, one interesting thing I saw, I posted this on the website. There was a good, a good exchange on Morning Joe's, on MSNBC's Morning Joe's between Joe Scarborough. Oh, as Joe Scarborough lashed yeah. out at the media defending Trump's refusal to say whether he'd accept election results. The video is on HagmanReport.com. MSNBC co-host Joe Scarborough broke the anti-Trump ranks as he defended the candidate as other panelists started to twist Trump's statements. 
One tactic commonly used in the field of influence operations is using the mass media as an instrument of war against unwitting citizens. I took a quote from General Douglas MacArthur. One cannot wage war under present conditions without the support of public opinion, which is tremendously molded by the press and other forms of propaganda. Now, what was the big deal? Um, The panel of Morning Joe, uh, Mika Brzezinski, and guest uh, co-host Willie Geist, Harold Ford Jr., were all on there. Donald Trump during the election or during the debate was asked the question if the uh, election turned out to be in Hillary's favor would Donald Trump consent. He said, I would have to look at it first. I would have to look at the results and the information before I offered my my consent. Which, there's nothing wrong with that statement. He didn't say, no, I'm not going to accept a loss because, you know, I'm a brat. What the hell is he going to do? Is anybody going to do about it anyway? What what the panel here at MSNBC said, uh, and Joe Scarborough stuck up for Trump, is uh, they were arguing about, will Donald Trump not respect the election results? And the panel was saying, yes, that's what he said. And Joe Scarborough jumped in and stated, that's not what he said, nor is that what he means. He goes on to say, I love what everybody's saying. Uh, I woke up to these screaming headlines. Donald Trump will not respect election results. And Scarborough goes on to say, no, he actually said, I will look at it at the time and I will see. And we see this as a, uh, this is a pattern of behavior that we see with the left and with the uh, media that is against Trump. They will take something he says completely out of context to the point where if you didn't see it or hear it for yourself, the actual quote's unrecognizable and you'll never know what he really said. I bet half the people out there who only listen to mainstream media actually think that Donald Trump said he would not consent the election if he lost, which is absolutely untrue. He just said he would have to take a look at it before he made any decision. But this is a pattern of behavior that continues with just about every subject and issue that Donald Trump talks about and gets into. And yep. it's just, I mean, it's refreshing to see at least one person coming out and, um, you know, saying something, uh, similar to the truth. But, you know, it is, uh, just common in, in these day and age, in this day and age to see as we know, the media is in the bag for Hillary Clinton, and they will take anything Trump says and spin it to make it look, you know, worse than anything uh, he ever intended in the first place. And you know, the WikiLeaks emails. Yep. How many times can Hillary Clinton be proven a liar before it puts a dent into her credibility as running for president? Again, we 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 have connected the WikiLeaks, uh, the the assail the the assailing uh, accusations against Assange, the WikiLeaks man, to the Clinton uh, camp, to uh, Podesta himself. If you follow the breadcrumbs, there you go. One last thing before we cut cut loose. Oh, wow. Jay Johnson vowed that our borders would not be open to illegal immigrants. Obama. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Right. Uh, of course. Now, how about this? 52,147 minors were released so far, well, in fiscal year 2016. 52,147. You know where they were placed? They were placed with 
the majority of them were replaced with the the illegal families that were already here in the first place. So not only did we did we place fifty two thousand one hundred forty seven minors that should have been deported, we placed them with with family members that were here illegally anyway. When we should have grabbed the whole lot of them and sent them across the border, and a lot of them were other than Mexican. Five thousand two hundred three young or minors were released from Homeland Security in September alone. Um, I'm sorry, that would be, uh, yes, it were released in September alone. Now, uh, the, the, uh, yeah, 53,000 kids in 50, or in 2014 as well. So. And the, uh, the, the immigration crisis in Europe has, has continued to reach a fever pitch. A 90 year old grandmother was raped by a 17 year old immigrant in Sweden, or I'm sorry, in Germany two days ago. Wait, 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 what was the immigrant? Was it, was it, he was, he was what? What was he, was he Muslim? Let's, yes. Yeah, of yes. course. Right. And, and, uh, a 13 year old girl was gang raped, who was in a wheelchair, was gang raped by seven immigrants. Oktoberfest in Germany had the lowest attendance in decades. Because of the constant groping and threat of sexual assaults by Muslims. Now, in the, in the debates, they mention this with between Trump and Clinton. But one thing we can't stress enough: Obama's already brought over sixteen thousand Syrian refugees into this country this year alone. Yep. Hillary Clinton wants to well, bring wait, in wait, over a hundred. That, that's just on the records. You're talking that's on ten the times more. Uh, according to, to numbers, uh, USA, I believe it is ten times more. And Hillary Clinton wants to increase that by five hundred and fifty percent, a hundred and ten thousand in the first year, which means a million. And this has done nothing but ruin Germans' economy, ruin their job market, and all of Europe, really. And look at, I mean, the women can't even go outside for fear of being raped. And this is coming to America, folks. I want to thank each and every one of you for a great week. We had Carl Gallops on this week. We had Dinesh D'Souza. Stan Bales came back. Yes. We uh, just had Trey Smith on. Um, next week we got Ted Brewer. We got a no- we got just a great schedule lined up for you for the next three four weeks uh, as we run up to election day. Thank each and every one of you. Have a great weekend. If anything happens, we will be here live. Otherwise, I'll see you Sunday night on Dave Hodges' The Common Sense Sense Show at eight o'clock. Have a good night. Thank you.